What's going on, everybody? What's going on, man? We got something. We got something real special planned for y'all tonight, man. Welcome to your show. Say what? Say it again. I got I got everybody with me tonight, man. Got my boy Avery. What's going on, Avery? What's up, family? What's up, family? Hope everybody having a good Tuesday, man. Let's get it popping tonight. Get it popping. Okay, you ready? You ready? Chuck, what's up, man? What's up, yeah. Avery, man? What up, man? What's going on with you? How y'all doing? What's up, everybody? What's good, fellas? I'm good. Can't complain. James, what up, man? What up, what up, everybody? How y'all doing? Happy Tuesday. You still think Cowboys gonna make the playoffs uh and win the Super Bowl uh, next year? Exactly. That's my man. He know what I'm talking about. That's right, Ty. Exactly. That's my oh, man. Hey, she said we mentioned it. Oh, we we starting with the Steelers stuff early. I got something special for y'all, Steelers fans. Stick around for a little bit. I got something special. <laughs> but, uh, she said she reporting us, bro. Yeah, she said she reporting us. Dang, uh, oh, we was better than that, man. Wow. I thought me and her were better on, than man. that, but I, I see how it is. But yeah, we want to introduce our our special guest that we got tonight, man. We got some uh, NBA family. Royalty in the house tonight, man. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, NBA family royalty. Can't say that very often, but this is uh, Tony Crawford from Rayford. Played at Bel- Belmont Abbey, uh, 1998 to 2002. A 1,000-point score. Uh, he's also the all-time three-point field goals in school history. He's a husband, father of two. He's also an uh, older brother of Eric Maynard, who played in the NBA for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's also the son of uh, George was it George Maynard, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, that, that was drafted by the, uh, I believe it was the Chicago Bulls. And so he, he he did a little stint in the NBA as well. So, man, y'all go ahead and welcome Tony to the show, man. What's up, fellas? What up? What's up? What up? What's going oh, on? Oh, man, you got, you got you a fellow Eagles fan in the crowd, man, Eric Wilson. What's up, Eric? <laughs> hey, Eagles, man. hey, you said a thousand point score. Guess what? I scored some of them thousand on James. Oh wow! Is that oh? He's throwing stuff on James. Uh, hold on, uh, James. We, you, we started hot already. Know, boy. Yeah, boy, he coming, he coming on hard. Hey, they told you hard already, didn't it? James, they told me you was Pat Bev, bro. Yeah, I was Pat Bev. You was getting cooked like him too. But uh, wow. So <laughs> there's a person that has no highlight tape of his football career. <laughs> hey, I, I do have a actually I do have a highlight. Tape. The most I, I played the most football for nobody I ever heard say yo Tyrus <laughs> plays <some> football wow. <laughs> in Fayetteville. Hey, hey, hey James, you know, nobody. James, you wait on you to uh, hey, you know, you I got my hey, I got my tape, but nah. One thing I will say is uh, you know, I, I asked around about Tony a little bit, and somebody told me that. They don't know why everybody's so surprised about how Steph Curry shooted because they say, you know, when I asked about the top three shooters, your name came up a lot, man. Everybody says that, you know, as far as shooting, shooting the ball from range and when you come across half court, they say you was always in gym range. That, that's one thing always, I did. I was shooting them daggone lips. Always running them daggone lips. Every time I see them, got something to say. Running your lips. What? I never, what? I'll never forget the day we win that tournament, but the thing still cracked me up to this day. I wasn't scoring that much. Bro, bro looked at my shoes said, you got them Adidas on. That's why you ain't scoring. <laughs> <laughs> my dude behind went to the store and got some Nikes and went to get some Nikes. He said, I see you changed them Adidas. I see you. All that thing I've been cracking up to this day, boy. Well, that's crazy, man. That, 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 that's crazy. But, yeah, we're going to go ahead and jump into the uh, – the Creighton, Creighton Young Minds Undiscovered League. Then we we'll get back to, uh, we'll get back to Tony. Man, it was a pretty interesting week, man. Week nine, uh, there's a lot of, 
seen a lot of interesting articles about it as well, man. Some of the things the scouts have been saying. Um, one scout had this to say. Uh, Jared Henderson, which is, you know, nicknamed Jetpack J, and uh, Bossa Bosovic are the best rebounders in the in the CYM Undiscovered League. They both have a nose for the ball. They also said something about uh, Lewis Patterson, which his nickname is Trey. He's one of the best on-ball on defenders in the league, uh, 94 feet. Um, they also said that Michael Lenore is a pure point guard. He he was a uh, he was in the NBA draft this year. He didn't get get drafted, so that's why he's still work he's still working on that. And then they said Marcus Brook has a, a feel for the game. They also said Micah McCain at 16 years old. I know me and Avery was talking. Avery, you mentioned him earlier. The 16 year old. That 16 year old is potential through the roof. So that that's what a couple of uh, scouts and a couple of analysts said. They had um they had three games this weekend. The first game was the undiscovered team. Uh, versus the EA Hoops. They beat them 87 to 42. Uh, some of the people that stood out was uh, Damian Durham. That's the person that I seen the article about. They were just talking about how he's uh, he's just pretty much ready to be, to, to play a uh, high level overseas. He had some issues. Yeah. Uh, he had a few off the court issues in college. But uh, but one thing's for sure, like I said, he, he holds the, uh, the Cal State, the Cal State Bur uh, Bakersfield WAC Conference for three point, uh, three point record holder. He had 33 points, five rebounds, and four assists in the game. I mean, that, that says a lot uh, that for a guard. Uh, Jerry Henderson, uh, Jetpack J, had, had uh, 10 points, 11 rebounds, four assists, two steals, and two blocks. You know, somebody that, that kind of does a little bit of everything. And then you got Bossa Bosovic, had a double-double with 18 points, 13 rebounds. On the EA Hoops team, you had Keith Smith. And then uh, the the CYM team they pulled a double header, so they played two games back to back. Next they played the uh, the pros, they beat them eighty two to seventy. Uh, once again, your guy James Damian Durham, thirty two point six rebounds. I know that's your my guy. guy. I, th I think my man just pulling up from everywhere. He, he, he pull up. I mean, everywhere. I just think he's getting the ball. He's pulling up, bro. He's just pulling. He don't. He don't care. He don't look past. He pulling. <laughs> he don't look the pass. He pulling, bro. He just pulling up. He pulling from anywhere. Any type of shot. Pull it. I ain't looking. I got you. Some people got that green light. Some people don't. You know what I mean? And then uh, Michael Lenore, the pure point guard they spoke of uh, from the Louisville Leopards, the, the one I was saying that was the 20, uh, he was a 2020 uh, draft prospect. He had 14 points and 13 assists. You know, he had, he had somewhat of a Jason Kidd type type stat line. You know, Jason Kidd would always have like those, the, the high, high assist numbers. Uh, Trey that plays for the Louisville Leopards also had 13 points, five rebounds, and five steals. And my guy, Boston <clears throat> Bosovich, we got to get him on the show. Uh, we got to get him on the show one week and talk to him, man. 14 points and 10 rebounds, another double double. So, you know, he played. I hope you saying his name right because you mess with some names. So, Nah, I mean that. That's the way they said it on the uh, I'm basing off your history. Your I mean, name, I listen. Oh, oh, off my history. Your history. You say one cheeseburger, sometimes you say two cheeseburgers. You yeah, one that's, that's, I never heard nobody say football. <laughs> like, it's football, bro. Come on, like, man, I, don't, man. I, don't I just that. know you be messing up some words up there about these name, these uh, foreign names, man. And, and the only thing you don't mess up is sandwiches. So, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, <laughs> and then for the, and then for the pros, man. <laughs> it don't stop. That's probably the best one. I ain't forgot about you about your place, Chuck. Don't worry. I ain't forgot about you, buddy. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, so, and then, you know, like I said, they beat the pros 82 to 70. 
But on the pros team, yeah, C.J. Carter, man, he, you know, played in the NBA before, did a little time with the New York Knicks, played in the G League as well. He had 23 points, five rebounds. And then you had Dante, uh, Dante Smith. He's from the Morocco uh, Super League. He had a double-double, 21 points, 10 rebounds. And then the, um, <clears throat> the last game of the day was the Louisville Black versus the Prospects. They beat the Prospects 69 to 45. You got uh, Jesse Williams. He had uh, 28 points and five rebounds. Uh, you also have Marcus Brook, 21 points, five rebounds, four assists. And then the 16-year-old that plays on the Prospects, the one, uh, like I said, me and Avery talked about him before the show, and he's mentioned in the uh, in the write-up that some of the pros talked about. He had uh, 10 points and six rebounds. I mean, that's pretty impressive for a 16-year-old playing against grown men. So, like I and, said, you know, you got the – He's 6'3", so he's still – Ain't fully developed yet, so yeah, that's getting ten one six rebound with the, the big guys. Yeah, pretty that's good. Very, that's very possible, very possible, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, like like I said, man, you know, it's, it's a it's a pretty exciting league, man. Y'all should check it out. You can always go on their uh, on their uh, one of their many social medias that they have and check them out and see um, and see what they got going on. Instagram is a cym. Uh, dot Louisville Leopards on Twitter. It's a uh, capital C Y M basketball on Facebook. It's C Y M uh, B ball, and on LinkedIn, um, you can always hit up uh, Shira Ackerman, Matthias Crowder. Those are the people that that run the league. Matthias Crowder is uh is the head coach of the Louisville Leopards. Shira Ackerman uh, actually runs the league, <clears throat> and uh, and then you can always check out Creating Young Minds on LinkedIn. If you have any questions, you can always. You can always hit them up and they can answer any questions if you're looking to possibly uh play for them, get some exposure, maybe send in a uh send in a tape or something of, of that nature. Um so moving on to our first topic is these wild card games this weekend. Man, it's it's a pretty uh it's a pretty interesting, interesting weekend. You follow uh football a lot, Tony? I got an Eagles hat on. That don't mean you follow football. You follow no, 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 listen, listen, don't don't start that. Don't start it. Right now, Avery, I'm not about to listen to your lip, all right? Yes, I follow football. Wow. Uh, we're done with this already. Yes. I follow football, yeah. Okay, so what you anything that surprised you or any surprises from this weekend? What what was your take from, from this weekend? Uh my biggest surprise was was Tampa Bay, really. I think that they didn't show the dominance that I felt like they should have shown against a, a, a far more less talented Washington team without, you know, they had so much uh, quarterback controversy. And I just felt like Tampa Bay should have went out there and stepped on their neck and called it a day. Uh, other than that, I mean, didn't nothing really surprise me. The, I mean, I picked the Browns to beat Pittsburgh. So, you know, that, that wasn't shocking to me at all, but everything else was kind of like, you know, what it was. I, I was kind of surprised that the Colts came out so slow and then had to, you know, come back and, you know, they, they come back fell short. So, I mean, I thought that should have been a better game. It turned out to be better towards the end, but if, if the Colts would have started out and played like that from start to finish, they probably would have won that football game. But other than that, the only thing that surprised me was how Tampa Bay really played to me. What you what you got, James? Uh, the Rams, how they dominated the Seahawks yeah. and that defense. That was surprising. I didn't think they were, uh, was going to dominate like that. 
I think I picked the Seahawks, but uh, the Rams. They, I got. I like their chances next week against the Packers. So the Rams. Uh, Washington. They actually at quarterback play pretty good. I was surprised about that. Like what Tony said, I thought the Bucks would come out and just hand it to him, but that quarterback played better than what I thought. Um, the Saints, they're going to have to play better. <clears throat> they want to beat Tampa Bay next week, so they got to play better. I would say the Saints. The Browns, I picked the Browns, but I didn't pick the Browns to do what they did, though. I'm going to be honest with you. They, <laughs> they started off and – You picked the Browns. Yeah, I picked the Browns last week. Yeah, uh, I, I think he. I think he did because I, I yeah, remember. I when, nah, uh, he, he picked the Browns. He, he picked the Browns. Oh, now you, now you, now you, now you his chiller, man. Get, go ahead, nah, man. Get get no I just watched. That's the my, show that's my two guard, man. We were killing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> I, mean, I picked cool. the Browns. I, I got you. <clears throat> um, the Ravens. Who the Ravens play next week? Uh, they play Buffalo. That's gonna be that's gonna be interesting matchup. I like the Ravens. I still think Lamar. He still got a pass a little bit better, but I like the, I like the Ravens. Yeah. All right. But, so, all right. What you what you got, Avery? Since you want to run your lips while everybody else talking, what you got? Okay, let's not talk about who. I'm gonna let it go right now. Right. I'm gonna get you later. I'm gonna ask y'all two a question. Uh, y'all two. What was y'all disappointment? Like, was the was the watch my disappointment? Was be more, go ahead. Go ahead, James. My oh, just just in general, like I would right. say the the Seahawks was my disappointment, but with Washington, uh, I was just disappointed with Tampa Bay. They could have just blew him out. I thought the defense was gonna hold up more against that quarterback. That's a disappointment to me. He put up some points on him, so I wasn't expecting that. And you, what was your surprise disappointment? Was Washington, Tony? Yeah, my surprise was Washington too. I I mean, James said he was surprised with the Seahawks. I wasn't very surprised with the Seahawks because. That's the way they've been playing, you know, the second half of the season. Like they put everything on Russell Wilson. So that wasn't surprising me. I was just surprised that with Tampa Bay having the aspirations that they that they have, because they, they it's it's you got Tom Brady, and Tom Brady says that you know he's about winning Super Bowls. You can't go out there, you can't go out there and play like you played against Washington. Like you can't you can't do that. You can't. And it's not it's not you trying to keep going. And, and 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 along with that, like that quarterback, yeah, he showed that, you know, against that Tampa Bay defense, if, if you move around and you do all that good stuff, you can pick them apart. Like that was the biggest shock to me. I thought they were going to go out there, step on their neck and call it a day. That game shouldn't even have been close, in my personal opinion. Well, I mean, I'm going to disagree because they have a top 10 defense. Tampa – you know they have slow starts. I'm scared for Tampa this weekend because the way the Saints have handled them all year, they could get blown out 38 to three. I, I agree. Mean, you know what I mean? And then they so have the same, they have the same pass rush as Washington. I just think Washington's pass rush is better. Obviously, you have four first round, well five, but you have one come off the bench with five first rounds on the D line. All you do is get pressure on Tom Brady and zone it up the rest. So that's how you beat them. You know, you, you can't blitz them because he's gonna get it out quick. So I I get what you're saying because you're expecting Tampa Washington, uh, 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 the quarter the 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 quarterback came in. You weren't expecting to do that much. He looked pretty good. He may he have a good. he no, may he have a chance. Really yeah, right. then I was shocked too, yeah. but he may actually have a chance. And that's my surprise how good he looked. He may actually have a chance to go for the job without Washington even drafting the quarterback. He looked he looked pretty good to me. You know what I'm saying? My disappointment is Pittsburgh. That was by far the worst display. When you, you the first play of the game, the ball gets hiked over the dude's head, 
uh, uh, Connor could have hopped on it. He slid like he was doing a, a soccer slide, and the ball got kicked out of there, and they scored a touchdown. Another pick, another tip. And then they say Ben Ben Robson has probably had the most tip ball balls in the NFL. I think he had eleven or twelve uh, all season. I don't understand how, and he's like six five, six six. It, it doesn't understand. I'm thinking for a short guy. You know what I mean? Like uh, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees had more tip balls. So I'm very disappointed in Pittsburgh. That that was just the, the straight for football. And I guess Juju won't be dancing no more. So I mean, I'm just saying. And I was high. I was so hyped about that Lamar um, Jackson because it was very, it was very disrespectful that this dude has done everything right in the league, and you're still worried about a playoff win. But you got Baker Mayfield has done dilly squat. You got Josh Allen didn't do dilly squat, but one year, these three years, one year, and it was very disrespectful. But I'm not going to harp on that. They know how I feel about that certain topic. But, I agree. I agree. But, uh, Baltimore, uh, uh, and I'm glad they stumped on the Titans on symbols. I like that move. But you knew Peters was going to do that. So, but that was my surprises and um, disappointments. But, what you uh, got, Chuck? Uh, mine as well. I actually was more disappointed as well. I agree with Avery than Pittsburgh. Um, to me, I felt like it was more of bad play than Cleveland actually playing well. To me, their running game did their thing. But to me, you take away the turnovers. Look at how the game ended. All of a sudden, you can't you can't stop Pittsburgh. Right. If right. you do that against Kansas City, you're gonna get blown out. And they had short fields because, because Mahomes not gonna throw for a touchdown. They're not gonna turn the ball over in the end zone to give you a touchdown. So Cleveland's gonna get blown out if they if they expect to have that type of type of look on their side. So I was more I was surprised that like James, I was surprised they beat them that bad. But at the, I kind of have a disappointment in. It may sound weird. I, I'm kind of disappointed in Cleveland because. That game shouldn't have been that close because Pittsburgh had an opportunity to actually steal the game towards the end. If Ben don't throw another interception because they were rolling to the point where everybody started getting nervous, like, oh, are they really about to come back? So I think Cleveland's going to have to play better because you can't expect to have another quarterback in any of these teams in the playoffs throw four interceptions. You can't expect nobody to fumble the ball or, or throw the ball over the quarterback head and get in the end zone for a touchdown. Nobody else is going to play that bad. So if you play the exact same game you just played, take away the turnovers, you're going to lose to probably everybody else left in, in, the, in the playoffs. Um, the Washington thing, I'm with Avery. Um, I also felt like if you everybody knows, even when he was at his most elite level, if you make Tom Brady uncomfortable, he's not going to play particularly well all the time. And like everybody said, Chase Young ain't had no sacks or nothing. But if you look, he stayed in the backfield. He ain't sack him, but he, he stayed back there. So that front four is just – they're just amazing. Um, so I kind of expected – I expected Tampa Bay to, to win a little more easier, but I didn't think it was going to be a blowout because that defense is – they're really impressive. Uh, the Rams, they did that to Seattle the first time they played, same thing. Um, and then Seattle flipped it on the second time. But, James, if you remember, me and you said we picked the Seahawks, but we was like, man, if somehow golf play, we like, man, we think the Rams going to win. So I kind of think that was a blessing in disguise that Buddy got hurt. Because I, the game may not yeah, go that way. You're right. If golf don't play, it's something about the chemistry, just him and, with that team. You know what I'm saying? Had, and the dude, he, he beat him with four fingers. Right. So he, he won't even healthy. It's just something about having your quarterback that you're used to, that chemistry and that comfortability um, to play well. So um, who knows how that game would have ended up if, if he never played. So um, those are my observations on the game. But I'm looking forward to this weekend, though. Hey, hold on, Ty. Let me ask Chuck this one question. With that Cleveland statement, you're saying that they can't play like that. I know there's a comeback as well. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to let you have it in a second. Uh, I know the comeback. 
My question is to you. I know he's ready for that. My question is to you. <laughs> but question to you is this one question. Uh, you don't think Cleveland played good defense? Because you have to you have to pressure the quarterback to get tips or pick it off. I mean, it short well, field is too good defense. Think, so you to me, it's like you're saying, well, they won't get those opportunities. You never know, right? Well, I, I feel they played okay def, uh, defensively, but I still feel like uh uh, Big Ben played just that bad, in my opinion. Some of them throws, to me, yeah. to me, the throws he was making weren't good throws. Like I didn't even see kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. A couple of them picks. Yeah, a couple of so, picks. I said, what was he doing? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I just don't get it. Um, but I give Cleveland their credit. You know, they 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 took advantage, complete advantage of the opportunities that they were given, which is what you're supposed to do. Um, because I picked Pittsburgh because I honestly didn't believe in Baker. That was my reason. Um, he played well, you know, he played good. Um, but like I said, you take those turnovers away, and I feel like there's no other team in the in the playoffs left that I think they can beat. I that's me personally. I got you. <clears throat> All right. So look for y'all, for y'all Pittsburgh fans. Like I said, I'm gonna something. Got something special for y'all tonight, man. Y'all been running y'all lips all season. Every time somebody say something, how many wins your team got? How many, uh, how many this and that? So, so let's go over the Pittsburgh schedule, man. All right. First game of the season. You, you beat Daniel Jones. Enough said. Next game of the season. You, you, you barely Yo, beat. your mouth, man. Hey, look, that, that's what the thing said. You barely beat the Broncos. That, that, that's terrible. Next season, you beat Bill O'Brien, who got fired. I don't know, halfway through the season. Next season, I mean, next game you beat Carson Wentz, who got benched towards the end of the season. Then you beat the Browns without Nick Chubb, who everybody knows is a, is, is, was a top, I think he was a what, top four in the Russian, top five in the Russian, something like that, With the, even with the missed games. Next, you got the uh, the referees. Uh, the referees helped you beat the Titans. You got beat by the, uh, built out by the referees. Then you barely beat the Ravens. Barely beat the Ravens. Then you uh, barely beat the Cowboys with a fourth-string QB. I don't even know. I don't even remember the guy's name, to be honest with you. You beat the two-win Bengals. Then you beat Ben Denucci. Oh, ben Denucci. That's his name. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> then you beat Jake Jake Luton. Wow. Man, you know, I don't, I, I don't even know what to say about that. Jake Luton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know who that is. No. Then you barely beat the Ravens practice squad with the third with the third string QB. That's when Lamar Jackson uh, uh couldn't play that week because uh because of COVID. Then you lost to a team with no name, Washington football team. Wow. Then you your first real everybody say your first real game, you lost Bills. And then you lost to Ryan Finley by double digits. That's terrible. Barely beat the Colts with help from the refs. Lost to the Browns. Then lost to a team that didn't practice all week or have a head coach. Well, I disagree with that Bill statement because they beat Baltimore first. That was their real corner, right? Then. Baltimore was struggling then. Yeah, Baltimore was. With, with Lamar, hey, man, they beat them. Hey, you Baltimore was struggling then because everybody had them in question, like, were they going to yeah, make the playoffs? They did. They did. I seen the back of their schedule. I said they're not. They're gonna make the playoffs. The back of the schedule was the easiest. Who you talking yeah. about, Baltimore? Yeah, yeah. All right, I yeah, felt I like felt that. like they were gonna make. Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. I wasn't yeah. even concerned about that. Once they got that five game winning streak, I said, "Oh yeah, the Jets, the Giants." I mean, come on, you playing the yeah, NFC? The Giants, come on, man. Yeah, the Dallas go, Cowboys, screw over. Watch your mouth. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna add you into it, okay? All right. <laughs> next, man. Let's, we're gonna go ahead and get into these games next week. These divisional games. Uh, you got the Rams versus Green Bay. I know you. I know you a big time Aaron Rodgers fan, uh, Chuck. What you What you got happen in this game? 
Um, I actually think it's going to turn into a dog fight, but I always felt like when Green Bay got that home field advantage, bro, because you never know what that weather going to be like. Them guys, they used to it. I just feel like that that's going to give them the edge. Um, I'm rocking. I think Green Bay is going to going to pull it out, but I think it's going to be a good game. Um, and then who's to say? Like I, I I've had finger injuries, and you know we all had injuries in our sports. You go down there in that weather, bro. You, who's to say how his finger feeling, how his hand gonna feel? And that way, like it's different. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, Cam Akers helped out a whole lot running for right. 100, 100 or something yards. So, and, yeah. and Cam, I think if I'm not mistaken, he almost had two, didn't he? He was up there, bro. Like, yeah, he, he was. Like, he, was he was up there. He had a great game. Yeah, no, yeah I, agree. So I don't see him like destroying them like that, which is going to have to make golf, you know, beat them the more. But and I'm I'm interested in the Ramsey Devontae Adams, bro. I can't wait. Oh man, like he shut everybody down. All elite receivers he's played so far, he shut them down. Oh, they, they haven't played each other this year, have they? Oh, so I Devontae Adams played. is the only elite receiver he hasn't played against. So I'm looking forward to that matchup. Chuck, um, you know what, man? My, be interesting. Hey, hey, Chuck, man. Um, yo, I like that. I ain't think about that. I really do. Yeah, bro. I like that, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be legit. But I think I think the key to Green Bay will be Aaron Jones. If they can get Aaron Jones going, I really think that'd be all right because that'll loosen it up for Aaron Rodgers to start tossing that ball around. Um, and I don't know if Aaron Donald gonna be all the way healthy. So who's in those pass going like that? Yeah, so, ribs ain't no joke, man. Yeah, so it's, I'm looking forward to it. But I got Green Bay, and I and I, and I ain't talking about the ten racks that Avery had. Had uh, last night either, <laughs> Tony. Tony, what you got in this game, man? Rams versus Green Bay. Well, my my biggest my biggest thing with that is 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 the weather. And I just looked at the weather. They saying it's going to be twenty seven degrees there, which means if the game is early, it means it's going to be like below the twenties. If if the game is an early game, yeah, they play first. I think and those yeah, those, those warm weather teams have trouble in cold weather, and. Charles brought up a point about Jalen Ramsey and him shutting down, you know, all these elite receivers. I think it's more than just Ramsey shutting down receivers because that front four gets after people. And so that makes it easier for him. No blitz. If Donald's not playing and he's not 100% and they can't get to Aaron Rodgers, then Ramsey will get picked apart. That And my thing is the biggest thing is weather. I think that it will be a, a good game. I think it will be a dogfight. But I don't trust. I don't trust. What's his name? His name, the, the quarterback. He, he Jared golf. Goff. Jared. I don't trust Jared Goff. I don't trust him. Like, he yeah, he played. Jack he Dr. played I'm on that. He played a pretty decent game here last Sunday, but you know, last this past weekend. But I don't trust him. And 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 with that weather, and if that thumb, like, yeah, he had surgery, and they saying he went out and played, but it's gonna be cold. That ball is going to be a brick, and you got to hold that football. And we all done had jam fingers and all that good stuff, and we know how it is. Like he's going, that thumb going to be numb. And I just, I just feel like the weather going to play a big factor. Like not even snow, it's just going to be cold. The ground going to be hard, all that stuff. I, I just think that Green Bay find a way to pull this one out. They might even win by two touchdowns. What, what you got, Avery? He's a bad man. <laughs> Simple as that. Ain't nothing have to say. He ain't any Rodgers. You try to draft his successor, career over. He about to be the MVP. He not going out like that. Green Bay's been disrespecting him all year. If Devontae Adams, let's be real. If Devontae Adams was healthy all year, yeah. 
I think he probably had more yards and Stephon Gilmore, but he had a great season. Let's be real. Um, I agree with both of y'all. The weather is a factor. I don't trust golf. One week, golf has a great game in Seattle. Maybe it was more pressure. Uh, I had to, you know what I mean? It, 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 he was kind of more loose. Like, I'm coming in. It don't matter we win. We, we can play any of y'all ball. The way he played in Miami, d- d- shoot, you, you may get that golf. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't trusting. I'm going with that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. I, in, in, in Green Bay, I'm with both you, you and Tony. I, I mean, y'all said it beautifully. I mean, Green Bay. What you got, James? And I got the Rams. And uh, I got the Rams because defense travel, and I think their defense will be able to hold up against the Packers, especially that Jalen Ramsey Adams matchup. Jalen Ramsey is a physical corner, so he's just not going to let him get off like he want to. I think their front four can get to Aaron Rodgers. And like I said, defense travel. Also, they're playing against the Packers, and I like the Packers got a stealth defense either, 22nd in the league. And I think with uh, McVay, he's a smart offensive coach. That dink and dunk with those wide receivers, I think they can get out, they can get out and go. So I'm taking the Rams. Well, they tried that with Miami to dink and dunk. So you're not scared for golf? I know your defense, and I agree with your defense apart about the front four getting pressure and uh, even Brockers, the, the other D-line. People forget sleeping on him. The other D-line, and, they got Brockers. And, and Williams, too. And Williams, too, right. So they and have Williams, really great yeah. defense. But my issue mm-hmm. ain't the defense. I think the defense is going to be there. My issue is you're not scared about golf having one of those Miami Dolphin games? Like you said, it's hit and miss, so I'm taking the hit. So nope. let me ask you this question, James. Let me ask you this nope. question, James. So you saying you going you you going with the defense with 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 LA, right? But if that team doesn't accumulate turnovers and points, then you can't rely on their offense to to get the job done. So what you going to do then? If they don't if they don't get the turnovers and they don't get the points off turnovers, who who do you turn to on that LA team to to win in Green Bay? got to turn to the coach and have a, a, his game plan right. you got to have to because, like you said, golf is hurt, so they got to come up with a strategy how to get the balls into their playmakers. And they got they definitely got playmakers on offense. Even though it's going to be cold, that could be advantage disadvantage. But it's not like Green Bay defense is a, a stout defense too. So you just got to gotta have to outflank them smarter. And, and remember two things. Cooper Cup might not play. That's one. He might not play. If, um, he's dealing with uh, whatever that was. He was de- So he might not play. That's one. That's going to hurt. Yeah, number two, right. Definitely. And if you look at Green Bay's defense, yeah, they struggle, but they play better in that weather. Like it's weird. That's why we the home. Yeah, but Let us be real. The LA team versus Wisconsin team. Warm weather teams don't don't do well in cold weather. Yeah, they don't. They their defense play a whole lot better because they're able to maneuver in that stuff. Like they like it's just yeah. I mean they used to playing in it. So yeah, I also give y'all this that the, the early time game to the time zone different. So they play in the first game on Saturday, right? But mm-hmm. is it really is it really a difference? They play at four thirty five. So is it really big of a difference? Yeah, and then oh, and I thought they played at one. Yeah, no, and then like basketball. So. Yeah, and then unlike basketball, they probably they probably they're been there already. You know what I mean? They've been there for yeah, the whole gives yeah, it, it gives your body a a, a little bit something more time to adjust to it. So. Going yeah, into the other thing too is hey the other thing too is is if, if Aaron Donald plays and that rib it's hard to breathe already in that cold weather man that's gonna make it worse yeah that rib yeah yeah definitely oh, I think it'll be fine so James I know you I know you big time Lamar Jackson what, what you got man Ravens or Bills I'm gonna go with the Ravens but it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a dog fight it's all about Lamar Jackson if uh if he can get out going get Hollywood and them going 
get that run game going and score some points. I got to score some points with them. I think they can hold up with the Bills. Uh, Sometimes the, the Bills defenses, they they straight, but it's all about Lamar and uh, what's that? What's the Bills cornerback name? White is it? Yeah, yeah. Tredavious White. Tredavious yeah. White. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they got to gotta find ways to get that ball yeah. down the field, pass him, but he's a, he's, a, he's a real good defender, so. I mean, in, t- in talking about corners, you know, I know you know Diggs is all world, you know, but but Humphreys is a is a pretty good, uh, yeah. a pretty good young corner. So, I mean, I I like to see that matchup. I think that's gonna be a pretty good matchup. Gotta, I don't know if he's gonna they track. Gotta, they got to slow Allen down, and they got a and a receiver. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a shootout. So what was you about to say? Not go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's gonna, be a, it's gonna be a shootout. So yeah, shootout. If it's a shootout, you think that if it's a shootout, you think that favors the Bills, though. Yeah, it does. Why? I mean, are y'all basing it because Lamar? They, they put up I, points. Yeah, but, but I think Lamar, Lamar got that monkey off his back, so I think he's ready yeah. for it now. That's hey, what that's like Lamar don't put up. Their, their, style, their style of play is not a shootout style of play, yeah. bro. Like, well, when they you, put up you say a shootout, when you say a shootout, you talking about the other team can't stop the other team. If you stop Baltimore from rushing, like, is are we going to really depend on Lamar to toss the ball downfield? Hey, Buffalo has versatile. They can run the ball. They have, even though we talk about Stephon, no, they run ain't they run ain't that good now. They their running back just got hurt. Right, they had to pick up Freeman. They, uh, yeah, their running their running game is not that good. That's not that's not put that. It's not about it being good. It's what about it getting you what you need. Like I said, they had they had what thirty yards rushing, but then they had four like 30, 35 off the off the pass. So I mean, what I'm saying is, Buffalo has way more options in a shootout. Than Baltimore has way more but, options. But but what's what's the way more options? Because they throw the football. Because I've seen my man put up a fifty piece as well, just running, tossing the Hollywood Brown on the slants, the hitches and all. So I don't understand because now y'all don't feel he's accurate. And he's no, it ain't, it ain't I mean, even that in the shootout. In the shootout, Lamar is not. Shootout could be anything, bro. A shootout could be look anything. At, look at the game against Tennessee. His run, they run the game didn't do nothing either. It was all him. And what I'm saying is against he the is, Bills, he is the running the game. Bills, it's the Bills in a shootout. Uh, You're not going to tell me in a shootout that Lamar, just Lamar, solely Lamar, is going to beat them. It's, it's not going to happen. Why not? Why not? It's not going to happen. What do you Who's, consider a shootout when you talk about a score? A, What's shootout, a, shootout? a, a shootout is like gonna a shootout. It's going to be in the 30s. It's going to be in a high, a high score, like 40, 30. That's a shootout. You're basing I off. I don't feel like you're ba- win that game scoring that you're basing off. You're basing off a one-year Buffalo team that's scoring high. You're not basing off year to year. Lamar's done this three years. He's been in shootouts. However you want to look at it, and it's not pretty. I don't disagree with you. He has to be more accurate. But he likes Mark Jackson, I mean, um, Mark Andrews, and he's starting, they're really starting to get Hollywood into the program, bro. Because they, they've been, I don't know what. <clears throat> Who do you got, Avery? Come on, man. I got, I got, I, I like the game. This is probably the best game in the night um, of, of the whole weekend. But I'm going Baltimore. I mean, I'm, I'm going Baltimore. Baltimore. But I agree, I get what you're saying, Chubb. Me, shootouts are points. However, you do it, yeah. you're just saying to me that you're not confident by just running the football, they're not going to get enough points, correct? I'm just, I'm just saying I don't feel like their their running game hasn't done nothing. Two right here. True. It's been it's been Lamar. But Lamar like, like last week, like, I, I last week, what you're Albert, Albert Edwards didn't have a good game. And you're right, was, but Lamar just like Lamar just solely went out there and willed them to that yeah. win. And what I'm saying is that Buffalo defense. I don't think they're okay. going to allow one person to say, okay, in the shootout, that one person is going to beat us in the shootout. I don't That's see it happening. Okay, well. Well, he does it all the time, and he says it's not gonna happen. And he does it. So I mean, until he doesn't, and all, and all is fine. We ask my opinion. 
I'm not saying he hasn't done it before. I don't feel I feel like the Bills are well enough coached. And I think their team, their defense is well enough to not let him allow him to do that in a high scoring game. So what you think, Tony? Who you got? I, I mean, I I, I was going to go with the Ravens simply because <clears throat> I just feel like, you know, they got the monkey off their back. It has nothing. To, but if it's a shootout, I do agree with Charles. I don't yeah. think the Ravens will win a shootout with the Bills. But another thing that we got to take into consideration is the weather. They're calling for snow in Buffalo on Saturday. So that means that if you're not used to playing in that type of stuff, that running ain't going to be the same for Lamar Jackson because he's more about, you know, juking and jabbing and all that good stuff and shaking people and all that stuff. And that snow and stuff, you're not going to be able to do that. And his passing has to get get more accurate, first of all. And if he's not accurate – then okay. all that other stuff is thrown out the window because Buffalo has an elite defense. But he's been, but he went in the snow and did the same thing and to change his cleats. So uh, I don't Avery, understand. But, but Avery, but. I, I'm picking them to win. I'm just saying that all of that stuff is going to play a factor mm. because so, in, in the snow, in the snow, this is this is the way I think that Sean McDermott will approach it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going. He, he can't pass the ball the way he that we feel like he should. They put a spy on his ass in the damn snow. What is he going to do? <laughs> That's a tough tell, bro. I mean, like, it's a tough dude. tell. It's tough. It's I tough. Mean, y'all making it like this dude has but, to have spies all year. But so, but my yeah. thing is, I, I'm picking them to win because mm-hmm. I feel like he gonna cross that hurdle and like he got the monkey off his back. He ready to go. But if it's a shootout, forty five. 40 something. I'm with Charles. I don't feel like they're going to win. But to me, Chuck doesn't think that if they get four, like Buffalo gets four, tell me I'm wrong, Chuck. To me, what I'm hearing from you is this he put a nice high score. Win and lose, they win in the shootout. They play well, either offense, right? 45 to 42, that's a shootout. You may lose, but you, you survive the shootout, right? Like you could get in the shootout and be smacked up 40 to three. That team's shooting on you, but you ain't. You ain't answering. So, do you think if they get into a high score, Lamar can't answer, Chuck? My if if, if Buffalo scores forty plus points, I don't think. Uh, so you don't see Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore so you don't see Baltimore score forty. I don't think Baltimore score forty. I'm just uh, my opinion. Hey, I got you. I'm asking. Go ahead. If Baltimore scores, if, if Buffalo scores forty plus points, they're winning the game. That's my opinion. I I think I think and <clears> I, and I could be wrong. And Charles, you correct me if I'm wrong. I'm looking at it to Charles. I'm looking at it like you're saying, like, let's say, for instance, Buffalo get up big or something like that, where they get up a few scores and it's a high scoring game. But Baltimore has to play comeback or something like that. Their, their team is not built for that type of game. That's correct. We say that against the Chiefs. That, yeah. They do that against the Chiefs all the time. Well, Once they the get down, the Chiefs will be hard to come back. Yeah, that's a cheat. But I, then if you're explaining it that way, I got you. But if you explain it that way, I got you. I got both of you. But what I'm saying as a shootout is he score, I score. He score, oh, yeah. I score. He score, I score. Somebody's not going to win the game. That's why I'm saying correct. If you say in that term that you said, Tom, was they get up big, they got to come back. To me, it's not really a shootout. Like you are getting smacked up. You just trying to come back. A shootout, you're going back and forth like the Rams and the Chiefs that year. That was a shootout. So, so Avery, let me won. let me ask you a question. Yes. You, you so if Baltimore had this had to solely depend on the pass, let's say they, they go down big and they had to solely solely depend on the pass. You think that Lamar Jackson could mount that comeback? No, you're saying comeback. 
I agree. Yeah. I, I, you're saying combat. We're saying shootout. That's shootout, yeah. Hey, combat, hey, hey, you're hey, down hey. Hold on. Go ahead. Hey, combat, hey. when you're down 38 to 3, right, and you're coming back. Now, I'm not confident on, a, on him throwing. The receivers are not that well. You, you're going to double Mark Andrews the whole time. So, yes, I agree with you. But go ahead, Tom. What you saying? I, I have a question. Like, whenever I say like a comeback, I don't mean like no 35 to 3. Let's right. say, for instance, you're having that shootout. It's 21-28. You don't score this time, but Buffalo goes and scores a yeah, touchdown. 35-21. What do you trust Lamar Jackson yeah. to pass the football yeah. to come back last, in the game? Last, last, last yeah. week showed me a lot. He was down 10 nothing. They could have been down 14 nothing. Usually Lamar's down double digit. He's never won a game like that. Right. He never He's won. Never 10 and above. He's never won. Yeah. Like, like you just said a second ago. Um, that he got that monkey off his back, right? And uh -huh. I think he's going to be looser, and I think he's going to he can sustain the shootout. I agree in his piece. Um, past history, I agree. His past history, that's facts. So, 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 yes. so, so two touchdowns. So two touchdowns. I, I still have confidence coming back. Okay, so what? What? What if he get down three? That's tough for anybody, man. That's tough for anybody. But that's tough told. But I'm saying, yeah, if he get down three, you saying that he not going to come the back. In playoff? Right? Yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah, like, but, okay. but, but, but if yeah. – That's with a pretty good angry. defense, too. Yeah, that's Patrick Mahomes type thing last year. You yeah, know what I mean? That was tough coming out for 24. That's what Go I was ahead, about to Okay. Yeah. yeah. What's up? Because Tony made my point. That's what I was going to say. Nah, to me, good. a shootout doesn't necessarily mean you're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth mm -hmm. the whole game. To me, a shootout is simply as a high-scoring game. Yeah, because, I mean, we've seen it. You still have it. to score, and then I scored, and I scored, and I scored. That's like, what I that's consider a shootout. shootout me. What, what me every time I play back and forth with each other. Because I agree right. with every. If you you down, you, you got to come back. So you got to yeah, throw the ball to try the to score, come back. Yeah. The, the score could be 62 to, to 49. Yeah. So you're saying that's a shootout? Because to me, if the, if the score if the score is let's say let's say the score is forty five to thirty five, that's a shootout to me. You lost by ten. I don't think that's a shootout. A high scoring game because that uh, means both of y'all that means both of y'all were scoring, but that means it was a key possession. Yeah, well, it depends how score. high it was. Like I mean, if it's, last, if it's back and Yeah, I mean, last night the, the game started off as a shootout. What was it? Uh, was it seventeen? All, it was seventeen all, and then they got they scored seventeen unanswered. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I, I shoot different ways. To me, my opinion, my opinion is if you can put in that the comeback, <clears> it's gonna be tough. Tom saying 21, that's tough for any quarterback, you know what I'm saying? 24 nothing. I didn't think the Chiefs last year were gonna win that game, they're down 24 nothing. I, I didn't think they were gonna win that game, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Um, yeah. um, but the shootout part, I believe he can sustain it and, and win or lose, he can he'll, he'll he won't lose normal by three, 45, 42, something like that. All right, so taking it to the to the next one, you got the the Browns and the Chiefs. I know the Browns is uh, a lot of people say they say they kind of surprised them last week. What you got with that, Tony? Browns or Chiefs? Um, <laughs> I don't know why we've had this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that. Man, I mean, listen, listen, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it this way because I talked about this on my show and I said this right here. If the Browns with that run game control the clock and Baker Mayfield just control be a game manager. Don't try to be a hero. None of that stuff. Just, you know, whenever, you yeah. know, you look at your progression, you dump down, but let that run game control everything. And then that defense get out of Patrick Mahomes. We can see an upset. I, and, and, and that's, that's the way I'm living. But I, I, I feel like last, this past weekend, the Browns were destined to win because I just feel like Pittsburgh was just that damn terrible. <laughs> like I, 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 that's how I feel about Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was bad. 
And so, but I don't think that. And then one thing you got to take into consideration too, the Chiefs hadn't played well down the stretch. They didn't play well down the stretch. That's true. That's true. So I'm kind of questioning them, but I have to go at the Chiefs simply because mm-hmm. of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I don't feel like Andy Reid going to go into – he was my coach for years. I don't think he's going to go into the division around and take a loss at home against the Browns. I think – They'll win the game. But if Cleveland got the right recipe, run, 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 Baker Mayfield, you you be a, a game manager, you might see a close game and you might see a, a, a upset. But I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one. I know we, we've all pretty much been picking the Chiefs to play in the Super Bowl all year. Anybody think the Browns the Browns would, uh, would win this game? Anybody? Watch this, Ty. Do you, do you think it's going to be close? What about you, I Ty? think it's going to be close? close? Yeah. Uh no, nah, I don't. I, I don't think so. But I mean, if, now, if, if, Tony's right. They, the Chiefs yeah, not but that's well. why. Yeah, that's a truth. Okay. Okay. No, nah, I say I, I don't. So we could just move on to the. That's sad, man. like, okay, we'll keep going. He's not. You need to stop. Buccaneers, Buccaneers, and Saints. Ooh, I, I think this is the best. Uh, I know Avery said he thinks that the what you said the Ravens and the Bills is the best game, but I, I think that this Buccaneers and Saints game is the. Uh, is the best game this weekend. What you got, Chuck? Um, I mean, shoot. So they proved me different. I gotta kind of gotta go with the Saints. The way they the way they've handled them this year. Um, because they have another they have another you know front forward that can also put pressure. Um, I think Kamara's gonna be a problem. Um, Michael Thomas actually looked better. Manuel Sanders, all those guys. Um, but I think I think at this point I'm just picking them because I feel like. Tampa Bay has allowed them to be overconfident. Um, mm-hmm. Once you give a team of that magnitude and it's that elite, the kind of the feeling like they can kind of <laughs> do what they want, it's kind of hard. Um, like I said, Tampa Bay is dealing with little nitpick injuries as well with their receivers. They don't say yeah. much about it, but you never know how them guys are from week to week. So do you uh, think, so I'm you think go, that I'm Brady – I'm sorry, go ahead. You think that Brady finally found his rhythm with them guys? Like do you, do you, you think his rhythm as – kind of early in the season there was – it was very questionable. I mean, it was questionable. And then when they first put Antonio Brown in the uh, in the lineup, a lot of people said he was kind of spoon feeding them, uh, Antonio Brown. But do you think he's kind of they kind of got it got it figured out? That that I, that I do. But at the same time, like I said, you got them Jenkins boys out there. They doing doing what they doing. Then you got that front four. And like I said, I think Kamara is kind of the key. Um, if, you can get, if you can get him rolling a little bit, then Drew Brees gonna have fun. Like it is what it is. But um, like I said, I think I, I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick New Orleans. I think they've had some bad luck the last few years in some games that's actually cost them when they actually was the best team playing. And I think they had some some calls that kind of took it away from them. Um, so I think that fused them as well. So I'm gonna just go. With, I'm gonna go with the Saints. I think. Oh, and too, I didn't pick on the what's the name game. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go against the grain. I'm, I got the Bills. Just, just the. Oh, I, 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 I got the, I got the bills too. I didn't say that either. Yeah. I got the bills too. Um, yeah, the, the, I like the Saints in this game, man. But I feel like they kind of shot themselves in the foot because you know, let's say they do beat them in Green Bay wins, they got to go to Green Bay. I really don't see them winning up there. I think, uh, I don't know, man. I think they would, you know, I don't know. I just think they should, they should have did some things differently to not get to that point. James, what you got? I'm not a. Uh... Gonna give y'all any analysis. I want 
Tampa Bay to win just because my family from Mississippi and they New Orleans fans and all they run around and say, who that, who that, who that, who that? And I don't want to hear that. Don't call me up. Who that, who that, who that, who that, who that? No. I want Tampa Bay to hear We don't want to hear no who that and watch your lips, boy. So <laughs> I don't got time. I don't want to, you know, Tampa Bay. I want y'all to pull it out. A.B., let's go. Godwin, I need you to catch the ball this week because you dropped a lot of passes last week. So, God, I need you to catch. I hope Mike Davis get better. And uh, I'm definitely, man, I'm, I'm pulling for Tampa Bay. So, that's that's. I don't want to hear no who that. All right, Tony. I don't know who that. All right, Tony. I know you say you were surprised last week that, uh, or I don't know, surprise or disappointment. And uh, kind of the way they played against Washington. What, how you, how you think it's going to play out this week? Uh, I think they're going to get the ass whipped. I think that, <laughs> that, that, that's that simple. I think that, like, like, you know, we wow. all play sports. Now, seriously, we all play sports. You know how – somebody just always like it's it's always something where you might see where somebody just has somebody number yeah. like I, I and i feel like new orleans just has tampa bay number like i mean you know faced it one time it was a pretty you know close game and then the second time you play them they figured you out they blew you out at home and so now you coming there on the road you're thinking that you know when you look at the new orleans team versus the Tampa Bay team, and you you look at it, the only one that's really been in this situation is Tom Brady. And A.B., yeah. And A.B., and, and, and it's been a long time for well, A.B. And Gronk, yeah, them three. It's been a very long time for A.B., but these Saints guys, they've been there. You know, the Malcolm Jenkins and all them guys, they've been there. Like, they, you know, so. Are, are you saying been there as a, been into the Super Bowl? Or no, been no, 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 I'm saying. Like, the playoffs, the high. Yeah, the high caliber games, like the playoffs, you know. I got you. Like, you know, you know, some of them guys were just happy to make the playoffs with, you know, with Tampa Bay this year. Right. But I just feel like it's one of those instances where the team just has your number. Like, you know, no matter what happens, they just seem to always find a way to 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 beat you and i just feel like they're going on the road like home field really doesn't matter to me because you don't have any fans in the stands like that you don't have crowd noise you know none of that stuff but i just feel like the saints are a a a better team in this situation whenever it comes down to it and then the other thing too is is like i think the saints kind of figured they will be playing against tampa bay this week so they really had two weeks to prep for them, two weeks to to scout them. So I think they'll be well prepared for them. And I just don't think it's going to be a great day for Tom Brady because y'all say they started clicking. But if you realize every two or three games, they'll come back and they don't play well. Tom Brady will throw a few interceptions where they turn the ball over and, and they just don't look like the same team. Mm-hmm. So I, I haven't been sold on Tampa Bay all year simply because of that. The the cohesiveness in the team hasn't been there every game and for the entire game. So I, I feel like the Saints is gonna the Saints have beat them by two touchdowns. What what you got, Avery? Now y'all forgetting the Saints didn't play well against Chicago either. So let's yeah. not forget that. Um so and Tampa got it going late against Washington. So momentum-wise. I agree, you know what I'm saying? Somebody got your number. I'm looking at momentum, but I, I'm going to Saints uh, because they do have their number. They're very confident. They're in the same division. You know them in and out. Mm-hmm. There, there'll be no surprises, nothing. I'm just saying the Saints have not looked good. 
I mean, even when Drew Brees has been back. So I wouldn't be shocked that Tampa won. Let's be let's get this clear. But I'm just talking about their familiarity with each other. I have to go to Saints until Tampa proves me wrong, which will be have to be this weekend. So I'm gonna go Saints. All right, cool. So Tony, I got a question for you, man. A little off script. All right. You know, Eagles fired uh, Doug Peterson. I know uh before we got on camera, you said you, you wasn't really surprised. I ain't gonna lie. I, I was I was somewhat I was surprised. surprised because he 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 did bring the city a championship. And normally teams teams value a coach that's bought them a Super Bowl, especially a team that, that hasn't that hasn't really won one before, if if that yeah, makes never sense. Won one before. Yeah, never won one before. So well like uh as far as far as coaches go, I'm gonna ask you two questions. Who who do you think your next coach will be, or or who would you like to see as the next coach? And the second part of that question is, do you think the the picking of the coach will, will have a variance on if your starting quarterback would be Jalen Hurts or um, Carson Wentz? Well, I'll tell you like this right here. Once the coach got fired, that lets you know who's going to be the starting quarterback. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Story because <laughs> if, yep. uh, if, 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 if they were going to keep Doug Peterson, they had to find a way to trade Carson Wentz. And so that was going to be hard within itself because the contract that he signed is so massive, it would have been hard for anybody to take that contract. So, yeah. I mean, I would like to see an offensive guy come in uh, that can – um that will use Wentz to its strengths and you know and, and and do all of that stuff but I also if they do if we do get an offensive guy I hope he bring in a defensive mind to bring that Eagles spirit back with the blitzing and you know having good DBs and good schemes and all of that good stuff but I really I don't know who they can go out of. You know, everybody want Eric Bieniemy, which I would be happy with that. But I think it's time for us to go a little bit off script and and pick somebody that that's not in the Andy Reid Philadelphia Eagles tree. So that that that's that's where I'm looking at that. And the second part of your question, what was the second part? Uh, you kind of answered it. I asked, uh, well, no, about the quarterback. No, no. Who who would you like to see them bring in as coach? Um, probably I I, I like Eric Bieniemy. I, I I would like I would like him. Um, and even somebody like like I I need a coach that's going to be a leader of men and delegate positions. Like somebody who ain't trying to be the head coach, the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. And that was Doug Peterson's problem, in my opinion. So like somebody like an Urban Meyer, I wouldn't mind having too, because I mean he has great relationships with with quarterbacks. Got you, got you, got you. Well, Wentz, do you think they need to uh, do him like uh, the coach did uh, Baker Mayfield, more of a game manager now in his no. career? No, no, I don't think so. See, what people fail to realize is, is after we won the Super Bowl, we lost our offensive coordinator and Frank Wright. He went to he went to uh, Indianapolis. Yeah, that that was the glue guy that put Wentz in the right situations, corrected all his. His 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 moves, everything, and it fell off from the time Frank Wright left until until now because you saw Wentz decline after Frank Wright because really that was the only one he trusted because the guy showed him the right way. Like I mean, he 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 taught him, molded him. He like everybody talk about the Super Bowl and Nick Foles winning the Super Bowl. We wouldn't have never been in the Super Bowl if it weren't for Carson Wentz, simply because 
we were 13 and two, if I'm not mistaken. I think we would have won the Super Bowl with him either because we had a good team, period. It's just we needed somebody, we need a good quarterback coach and a good offensive coordinator. We can't have one thing, a head coach trying to call plays, be over everything. You see Andy Reid, great coach. He let Eric Bieniemy get uh, be the offense coordinator, do whatever. We ain't had no offense coordinator in two years. But you know, some people still don't believe Eric Bieniemy is really calling the plays. But yeah, that's a, yeah. somebody made a report about that, uh, saying that he doesn't really call the plays. I don't agree that, with that. Uh, that, that, that Andy Reid uh, calls him on that Waffle House. Uh, hey, well, I'm gonna uh, tell you something. Andy Reid was my coach in Philly. And do you hold on, hold on, Let me get you right here because you're about to go on one. Do you think he should been fired? Who um, do I think Andy that uh, Doug Peterson should have been no, fired? No, no. Do you, oh, well, we can answer two folks. Do you think Andy Reid should have been fired from the beginning to get Chip Kelly? And number two, no, no, I, no, I no, 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 no. I was pissed off about that. <laughs> but like, my brother's agent is a Philly fan. They mm-hmm. all think alike. It's something about those Philly people. They think that that that's the right thing to do. Now they're regretting it because they see what Andy Reid has done. And, you know, just give him time, give him pieces, let him pick personnel and all of that good stuff. Now, Doug Peterson, on the other hand, yeah, I think he should have been fired. Well, I want to introduce everybody, uh, Eric Wilson, another bum Eagles fan. But as long as he's here, I'm happy he's here. You know what I mean? Give me your analysis on that, man. First off, I want to say thank you to Ty Ray and Chuck <laughs> for having me on. James, I never thought I'd speak highly of a Dallas Cowboys fan, but it's good to see you, my brother, and Happy New Year. And Tony, oh, I'm thankful that they finally brought an intelligent man on here. Now, let oh, me get wow. to Mr. Graves real quick since he want to talk about uh, bum Eagles fans. You know you outnumbered right now, my brother, so watch, uh, as you would say, watch your mouth. But listen, when it comes to Philadelphia – I think they need to clean all three of them. I said this Sunday night. I said it again yesterday, and I'm going to say it again today. Doug was the first piece. Howie needs to go, and Carson needs to go. But, I, I just, but, that, I, but that's I cannot, $60 million, dollars though, Eric. That's, that's, yeah, a tough, that's a tough pill to swallow. It, I put it in the chat. This is what you do, and shout out to our boy Alex, because he said it to me yesterday. You trade Carson Wentz for Deshaun Watson. They both what? got that money bag contract. And just yeah. trade both of them straight up, one for but, one. But you're still going to have that $60 million in dead money no matter yeah, who you bring. Yeah, you still going to have that $60 million, 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 million in dead money. $60 million in dead money. See, NFL contracts and yeah, NBA they, they contracts suck. are two totally different things. Like when sometimes when they trade players, that team who traded them still has to pay part of that contract. That's dead money they're going to have yeah, to pay. Yeah, that signing bonus they, you have to pay. And they don't want to do that. That's the problem with Carson Wentz right now. So you agree with well, Eric that you want him to cl- – it seems like you agree all three of them do need to go. No, I ain't going to say all three need to go. I think I think Doug had to go. I think Howard Roseman need to go. But, I mean, you all, you you done everything, like move up in the draft to get Carson. You done paid him $100 million. So that lets me know that you felt like he was your franchise. So, therefore, now – Let's see you, what you got. Let's see what you got. So, so now you need to get somebody in here that's going to show – that your money was put in the right place. That's what you got to do. Now, now listen, now they might, this might be a one year trick. So, okay. We got rid of Doug. We bring in another coach. Let's see how Carson does now. If he doesn't, then it's easier to get rid of them because yeah, you don't it, have it, it, it'll be, be twenty. It'll be twenty, 20 nah, million it, next it'll be, year. It'll be yeah. thirty. Yeah, thirty. Be thirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so I got a question for both Eagles fans. Do like you know? I, I know we we be pick on Carson Wentz, but do you think they put the adequate weapons around him? Eric, I'm gonna ask you first. You think they put the adequate we- weapons around him? No, they, no. Because here's the thing: if you look They're over the last since since Carson has been drafted, you look at all the picks that Philadelphia could have got versus who they acquired. And the biggest, the most obvious is this past draft. You had Justin Jefferson right there in the palm of your hands, and then you take Jalen Rager. Now, I take nothing away from Jalen Rager, but he was not a first-round draft pick. And then Justin Jefferson is setting records in Minnesota. So that's why I put my emphasis on Howie Roseman, his ability to draft key players for key positions is 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 just it's piss poor so you know and then think about it like this the eagles are are age-wise they're old for football they're old offensive line 14 different offensive lines started this season they only play 16 games you know what i'm saying so it's time for philadelphia to say thank you to those guys you know, it's like, okay, y'all have done, you've paid your dues. It's time to move on. But we need some fresh blood and we need some real talent so, in this locker room. So so why not? I, I know you said Trey Wentz and get Deshaun Watson. Why not? If, if you know you can get something for Trey, uh for Wentz or uh or Hurts, why not trade him and get multiple first round picks? You might can trade something for Hurts. I mean, I I, 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 think, think, they they should, I, I think they should take the dead money, man. Take the six million. I know. Hers is already cheap right now, and, yeah. and and I and I know you I know that I know it's the money I, I get the money yeah, part, yeah but I don't money. see y'all two are very confident in Carson like no I'll tell you like this right here yeah I'm confident in the guy because there's no way in the world you go from MVP caliber I can't, I can't. I'm not confident man I, I I'm confident in him like that that's just me I I mean. I done seen the best in Carson. So, like, yeah, he has some injuries, all that good stuff. But if you look at everything they put around him, it's bad. We didn't, but, use, we, we didn't use our running game. Yeah, man. I'm saying and, he was always listen, hold, on, hold on, Avery. I'm if sorry. you go back, I, like I said, I watch every Philadelphia Eagles game. If you go back and look at our Super Bowl year versus the years after that, you look at our line, you look at how we set up. And, and, and formations and stuff. Our formation was tight end, line, put two receivers out, running back behind, and that's what it was. We never had any bunch formations. We never had like a whole lot of motions or anything like that. Super Bowl year, you didn't know what the hell we were running because we had so many different formations. We had trick plays. We had like our formations were so different, and and it had a lot to do with Frank Wright. Had a lot to do with Frank Wright. And, and Frank Wright, he, he's the coordinator where now? No, he's, he's the head coach, head coach in Indianapolis. With the okay, coach. head coach in Indianapolis. Okay, that, yeah, that's, that's, when that's when Josh so, McDaniels turned down that job. That's the yeah, so like, yeah, gotcha. I, 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 I feel now. like I feel like we didn't put enough around Carson. You got Alshon Jeffries aging. He never panned out Deshaun, to be. Deshaun, Deshaun always injured. Eric said we picked up regular, like, you know, Rager, and, you know, we could have got Justin Jefferson. The year before that, we could have got uh, Metcalf. You know, we done missed out yeah, on a whole yeah, lot. That's right. Yeah, that's true, right. Yeah. That's so right. I yeah. say, I mean, you got to bite the paper. If you say, if you say take the dead money, then that means that 
whoever you try to go and get, you basically saying you're rebuilding. So you're going to stay young. You're going to be bad for a few but don't years. You think, but hold on. Don't you think you need to rebuild? I agree 100% with Eric. Well, listen, listen. Old, the, good, the good thing about it is they, the old. Yeah, the good thing about it is they have restructured some contracts. So, like, they about to move away from Alshon Jeffries. They might yeah, be getting, um, you know, so people mm-hmm. like him, they have restructured contracts. You're getting rid of Jason Peters. He had only signed a one-year deal because his ass mm-hmm. is too old. He stayed hurt. So, you know, yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, I think they, they, they are, they'll work it out to put some pieces. In. I think they figured out the problem. The, the Super Bowl, the Eagles been on a Super Bowl high for three years. Mm-hmm. That's what they've been on. For three years, we've been on a Super Bowl high. And you say one thing I'm going to say, Tony, to that is the reason why I don't believe in Carson is because I think he's got the durability and I think he's got the physical attributes to get the job done. But something between the ears is missing because this is a guy who once he got injured in that Rams game and then Nick Foles took us to the promised land. He hasn't been right since. We went 9 and 7, 9 and 7, 4, 11 and 1. And you're right. I'm not putting all the emphasis on him. I'm just saying he is a part of the problem, not of the solution. I mean, I could say he's a part of the problem, but I don't feel like getting rid of him is going to be the solution. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I mean, do you trust Jalen Hurts? Uh, right now, based on what I've seen in three and a half games, four games, me? if you will, because he played three quarters against Washington and then half a game against Green Bay and the three in between. So four games. In the four games I've seen that young man play, I say you give him a full season because you didn't throw him to the Wolves. And I have more faith in him right now than I do in Carson. I don't think Carson has it in him anymore. Well, I mean, if, we, if, we, we have to see that. But this is what I say, the difference between Carson and the diff- and him and Jalen Hurts. Carson played in front of me and you. And you know how we are. Yes. You know how we are. You you know how we are. Like, you yes, go sir. two, yeah, no, I, I, in front I'm of right fans, you. huh? You go two, yeah. three and outs, or three, three and outs, something like that. They're going to boo the hell out of you out in the stadium. I don't know if, 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 if he's ready for us. That's 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 my biggest thing. I don't know if he's ready for us. That's that's my thing. Yeah. It's easy to play with nobody in the stands with cardboards up there that look like people. I don't understand like why y'all booing. I, I don't get it. Huh? That ain't crazy, bro. No, I don't understand how y'all booing, bro. When you never won anything, they hit no, Santa Claus, bro. They well, was well, I know that, but like yeah, they're booing, yeah, they like, <laughs> but they're booing, but they hey, never Avery, 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 Avery. I'm gonna tell you like this right here. See, that should tell you that we're real true fans because thank you. We 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 live and die by our team, regardless if we win, lose, or draw. Right, but yeah, I like and, winning. I like winning, just like the Cowboys. Ninety-five doesn't do anything, so it's the same equivalent. I like winning. You know what I'm saying, okay, like, Avery. Yes. Hey, then, then I'm sorry, you ain't a true fan if you just all about winning. winning. If you got to go, listen, you got Definitely. to go through the rain to see the rainbow. You got to go through the mud <laughs> to see the sunshine, okay? We done fought and scraped and clawed our way to get to where we were at. And I take nothing away from what Doug was able to do with our team that year. But I'm telling you right now, whether we win or we lose, I will always be an Eagles fan. You will never have to question my loyalty. I might have to question yours with Daniel Jones and Saquon, right. but question is I'm loyalty, telling man. you right now, 
When it comes to Philadelphia, you know I can get this remove button. You know how to. Hey, hey, I'm gonna take it like this, and then I'm gonna let y'all handle y'all business. And thank you again for having me on. Yeah, Chuck has been on my show. Ty has been on my show. Tony, you are more than welcome to come on. And James, even though I'm not a Cowboys fan, I deal with one every week, so you can come on. Avery, where are you at? Man, y'all be having listen, y'all be having them late shows. Sometimes I be watching, you know that I'll be sharing your stuff. I do a listen for you. I will do an early show. You let me know when you want to jump on my show. I'll make it. Hey, 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 calm down. First of all. He said you're running from him. I ain't running from him. I seen the other night when y'all had the um I like the idea, man. That was a great idea when you just kept having the fans come in. I really enjoyed that. Um, that was a very intriguing, for real. I actually, actually got an idea, uh, Eric. I wanted to, I wanted to pitch y'all. I, I, I'll tell you about it later. But I actually got an idea. I wanted to, uh, want, wanted to, wanted to pitch y'all. I want to see if we can maybe, could maybe work something out somehow. But hey, Eric, uh, hey, Eric. hey yes, it, it's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet a fella, uh, uh, Bird Game. But yes, you sir, notice life. you you notice how Avery deflected from your comments about him being a loyal fan, right? You notice oh, how he deflected. What? Yes, yeah, you deflected. You deflected. What? Oh, I'm gonna get his little pump. See, oh, there see, it goes. See, what? Tony, get him out of here. Avery don't get the invitation. You don't you ever. Now you saw how high you got. I'll come wherever you at. Don't you ever? Avery, can I can I ask you a question? Is that the towel you use when you get out the shower? No, what? That's the towel. I mean, that's, I know that's not a blanket. That's too small for you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where it was coming. Y'all trying to deflect it. Now, Tony, that's where I was trying hey, to deflect it. I knew where it was real, going. Real love, man. Thank you so much for having me on. I'll always be watching y'all. All right, and say what's up. again every Tuesday, man. Y'all be doing it, hey, man. Y'all be killing hey, it. And then your uh, yeah. the sports. Go, go ahead and shout your shows out. I know it's the Monday you do. Uh, uh, listen, Monday is a sports arena at 10 p.m., man. Right now, I'm so into basketball. Me and Alex yeah. got Orlando Magic. We got the yeah, Tampa Bay slash Toronto Raptors going on. Magic We got things going on, man. But I definitely want to do a collaboration with y'all sometime yeah, this yeah, summer. Yeah, we, we need yeah, to do we'll... a cookout episode, whether we come to North Kakalaki or y'all come down here, one or the other. We need to just get together and do it. Yeah, you said okay. you said cookout. Avery can't come because I, no, I actually want to be able to eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to get there. Oh no yeah, food. I know. Hey, 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 he been holding these jokes. I've been frying his big behind behind the scenes. So he's yeah, been holding these jokes. <laughs> but nah, but nah, hey, most but, definitely. I know you got the magic perspective, and then on a uh, is it Wednesday or Thursday? Y'all do the carousel. I know you kind of work behind we do the, the carousel for Thursday. We finish Thursday. it up. We've got you know we're going all the way up till Super Bowl week. Okay, so okay, it's gonna okay. get. More and more intriguing. Y'all covering on. the Super Bowl as well, too, right? Um. Well, now since you announced it, we weren't going to say anything, but <laughs> we, but yeah, we, Alex and I will be there okay. uh, in Tampa for me. Yeah, because I the only reason why I know is because he <laughs> asked me was we going to be there, and uh, we're not going to be there. But twenty twenty two, I hope. Uh, I hope we can most definitely be there. Twenty twenty two. Y'all know where they're what? playing in twenty twenty two. 
I don't even know yet, but I I, but I know. I bet, you, I bet you he knows the future burger he about to get in 2022 already. I bet you he know that. Says, says the person <laughs> that got up and answered the door for DoorDash. And when was that? In the middle of the hey, show. Uh, hey, Eric, Eric, real quick, yeah. who your picks for this? Who your picks for this weekend? Buffalo. Man, uh, uh, that Ravens Bills game. I heard y'all talking about that earlier. I have to agree with Avery. If it gets to be a shootout, not a comeback. If it gets to be a shootout. I have to go with Buffalo on that one, man. Now, Kansas that, that City's going to be Kansas City. That would be City. Chuck you agreeing with. You agreeing with Chuck. Oh, I'm sorry, Chuck. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> I knew the smarter man. Okay, Chuck. So. <laughs> what? Kansas well, City's going to be Kansas City. a lot of addresses City. I need to get right now. Go ahead. <laughs> you ain't going to pull up. You know, James, I'm going to ride with you on this Rams pick, man, because I get what Tony was saying about playing in the cold, but Aaron Donald that's some that's a that's a man amongst boys up there. So the weather is going to play a factor, but Aaron Donald just I just don't see him being contained. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be scrambling a lot. So I am going to go with the Rams on that pick. And then the the Saints Bucks, here's what I'll say. It's very difficult to beat a team three times in one season, mm -hmm. but if anybody can do it, it's them Jenkins boys going after Tom Brady. So I got to roll with the Saints on that one. Alex actually gave me a very interesting thought. He said, can you imagine if the Bucks beat the Saints by 10 points? And I was like, I just don't see that happening. So I got to get with him and see how he going to break this one down to me. I understand the weapons that they have because he was like, listen, Evan's going to be Evans. Godwin going to be Godwin. You move A.B. to the slot and actually have him there. You still got Gronk. You still got Brake. But my thing is, we're going to see that run game. We need to see Rojo and Leonard Fournette have huge days against that Saints defense. I think that's going to be the difference maker. So, I got you, got you man. Like you I said, another note, the Super Bowl is in uh, in Inglewood. At, uh, in 2022? In 2022. It's in California. Okay. Who stayed there? I guess we're going to California. It's SoFi Stadium. I think it's the SoFi Yeah. Okay, that, that, that'd be dope, man. But like I said, man, you know, we appreciate you, man. You always jump on and help me behind the scenes. A lot of people don't know that. But, you know, a lot of our, our, our success and a lot of things we've been able to do, I wouldn't even know what StreamYard is uh, if it wasn't for you and uh, Jarrell. And I wouldn't even know you if it wasn't for Jarrell Hessler. Shout out to uh, yeah. to Jarrell Hessler. He has his Jarrell's journal that comes on. Uh, I said this week. on the pop-up so. shop Sunday. I said, you know, 2020 may have – may have hurt all of us i said but my one blessing was the fact that i got to hang out and network and talk and collaborate and y'all become family for me man so y'all know the door is always open on the sports arena i'm just thankful y'all let me come on and mess with avery every once in a while tony always blessed to see another fellow eagles fan james i guess i'm a lucky you. man I, Thank I, you. I just can't <laughs> you have no choice it, man. man you have no choice man you have no choice <laughs> I'm tired of y'all Cowboys fans. I'm just tired of y'all. Man, because y'all, you, you were the first one, off, man. As soon as the season was over, talking <laughs> nah, about 2021, we gonna win it all. I'm like, <laughs> wow, no. They say the no. same stuff every year, man. Every year, yeah, bro. Every year. And look, and look, y'all, you look, everybody don't mind. I think everybody likes that. We understand he got a raw job yes. out there. I think everybody, it's not the it's not the franchise, bro. It's them daggone fans. It's the, it's the fans, it man. Like, like our franchise, buddy. Yeah. I, I, I like your pizza. facilities, yeah. cheerleaders. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Color, right. star. Okay, on, on that note, I'm out of here. Good night, y'all. <laughs> all right, Eric. All right, all right. All right. We out of here too, so, man. So
So we're gonna go he's, ahead. He's, he's, gone, he's gone too, man. Go ahead, man. Because so he's we're not gonna go over to our next topic, man. Uh, uh, this is for for you, Tony, man. Do you think that COVID is having a bigger impact on the NBA than it is on the NFL? And why? And why? And if if so, why do you think so? Um. Yes, because the in the the NBA they're traveling a little bit more than the NFL. And then the NFL is one of those leagues where, yeah, they have a good time. They party from time to time. But for the most part, those guys after a game on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they trying to relax. And then, you know, Friday and Saturday, you know, they going into to game mode. So, they have less time to do all the extravagant things, the nightlife and all that good stuff. Whereas the NBA, they get there, they, you know, they're going to hang out, they're going to do whatever. They got more time to do a little bit more. And, and, and it's a different type of league whenever I, I, I think the NFL is more of a season type group of guys. <clears throat> Where I mean they done been to college and yeah. you know they've been there yeah, for a few years yeah, yeah. and all that good stuff. Whereas the NBA, you got guys that they basically right. coming out of high school. You know, they say they play one year in college, but you coming out of high school basically and 18, 19 years old, where you know you ain't lived and you feel like you gotta do this and you gotta do that. So they're not gonna take all the precautions that everybody else take. And then you got leadership in the NBA because yeah, LeBron and KDM are on the top of leadership. But then, you know, you got people who think James Harden is, you know, one of the top guys, but he doesn't set a good example. Kyrie doesn't set a good example, like, you oh, know, for yeah. all these other guys. And so that's the problem with the NBA. I just feel like the NBA going to have to go back to a bubble. The player's not going to like it. And I do believe that we may end up going to a strike because I don't think they're going to want to go to a bubble again. Nah, they they trying to get out. They ain't They're not to going to that. I, I'm with they you. Just I'm, left the bubble. They ain't trying to go back. Going back in that bubble. Uh, but yeah. I understand. I understand where you're coming from, Tony. But I just. Um, but I, I when you had told me behind the scenes about the um, the movement, and I had to think about it. you, right? Because there's so many games they have to move, and so many. Yeah. I mean, ain't so many players. The NFL team has more players, but there's so many games you have to move at a certain time. Yeah, I agree. It's, it is going to be a little harder for the NBA to control all those people in yeah. different cities. So, yeah, different. Like they going from city to city. Like, yeah, they got seventy two games. It's normally eighty two games. It's only ten less games, and so they they traveling a whole lot. And then and like this COVID stuff is for real. And like you know, some places is higher than others, and you just never know. Like traveling on planes and all that good stuff, you never know. Like when you have it, when you don't have it, you don't know who has it. Whenever you go through the airports and all that stuff. So I mean, it's just it's just kind of risky and like. I mean, I, I, I mean, I know the guys don't want to go to a bubble, but in order for you to make your money, a lot of your money comes from TV deals. TV yeah. deals. Yeah. Yeah, they come from TV deals. And so, like, if you're not playing and you can't put the games on TV, then why should you get paid? And so that's the way the NBA is going to approach it. And so, like, I mean, me personally, if you told me that I could go to the bubble and my family could come with me, we ain't got to leave. Everything is right there where we need. I ain't got to be traveling in the skies all the dang on time, traveling from city to city. Only thing I got to do is go play basketball, and I'm going to get paid for it. I'm going to do it. That, I mean, that's just me. Yeah. So I know you 
I know you. I know you spoke on spoke on uh, uh, Kyrie, and I know some news surfaced today that um, that he was at a. I think he was at a party with with Drake or in Toronto. Yeah, in, in Toronto with no mask on. Um, how do you feel about the whole Kyrie Kyrie situation? You know, the team's not really talking to him. They don't even know what's going on. <clears throat> Yeah, the, the, the talking is being minimal, but I, I think at this point now, if Kyrie doesn't want to play basketball, he just needs to retire. But uh, at the end of the day, you don't go to work like we all have jobs, right? Y'all guys work. Yeah. Y'all yeah. don't like what's going on in the world. Yeah, everybody saw what happened last week in D.C. with, you know, the, the riders and the thugs jump going into the Capitol. I don't like that, but I still got to get up and go to work. And yeah. so... And then him, a lot of people saying that he's boycotting because of what's going on. But how can you boycott against a company that has your back? Like the NBA has been real profound in, in, you know, social justice and doing whatever they need to do to make sure the players get what they need to get to make sure their voice is heard. So he can't use that excuse. I just feel like now it's to the point now where, they need they I know it's something in their contract and I know it's something in the CBA. They just trying to work all this stuff out to make sure that he can't come back and have litigation and sue the hell out of him. I think they trying to work it out. They just need to release his ass. That's, well, that's they, they already said they already said today, uh like reported that they're tired of him. Like they're 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 yeah. they're really they're already sick of him. So yeah, they're tired of him. And like I know KD is kicking himself right now. Uh, it, it, I talked to Chuck today. I said, you you worry about Draymond call you to be and all that. And I know it's disrespectful, but he could have been contrite and all that. I mean, you know, you can forgive. People say things you can forgive. You know what I mean? But you leave that team with Stephen Clay and Draymond to go to the next team, which I like their pieces, with a, a Kyrie Irving that's already been uh, the start in, in um, Cleveland and Boston. And you go team up with him, and you got two young – you got two dudes of generational talents in in that area to go to that and i know he's kicking himself for it well can i, I, can, I can, can, can i can i say something to your point real quick go ahead kd left oklahoma city and went to golden state correct that wasn't that wasn't nothing that kd really 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 wanted to do nike controls the entire narrative i'm about to say you know better than us i was about to ask you about nike that. controls the entire narrative if you look at the 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 northwest Steph Curry and Under Armour was taking over that division in shoes. You ever noticed that right. when KD went up there? So that's why you think LeBron, LeBron's in LA, so it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So when KD <clears throat> when KD left and, and and went to Golden State, what happened to Under Armour shoes? It's Nike. It's Nike, man. I, I, it's Under. No, it's it's Nike. So like now. No, I mean, I'm just saying in general, like, it's Nike. I mean, it ain't you, – yeah. You got – look, now you got LeBron in L.A. You put KD in New York. You got two of your, your biggest shoes in Kyrie, Nike. And Kyrie's over there, too. So. And Kyrie's over there, too, That that's there. They done took over that market, so they good to go now. So oh, they go. Everybody different. Yeah. Huh? I said, nah. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, if you want to put in that perspective, I understand that. You know what I'm but, saying? But I'm going to tell you this right here. Regardless if Draymond said what he said, KD was leaving anyway. They used to believe regardless. It didn't matter if they had a uh, – That was just that was just the icing on the cake to go ahead and say, well, I'm I'm gone. Well, he's kicking his butt now. Yeah, he's kicking himself because I, 
I couldn't. I mean, go go to go to the east. You know what I mean? If you want to make more money and go to state too. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Money in him. He could have got that fifth year. Yeah, but money to him, like those superstars, it, yeah, true. It, yeah. It, it, it ain't gonna really matter. Like Giannis, that's his first big contract when he signed it. I get it. But like LeBron and, and Katie and, and Katie, and deals and yeah, yeah, I, I mean they want the money, but I ain't gonna say like an extra year is really gonna kill him. You know what I'm saying? Like Anthony Davis taking that contract is a smart way to take it. He's always injured. It made sense. Um, but Plus, I, AD, AD just came off a big, a very big. I think at the time when he signed it, he had the biggest deal. No, so, but he also said he was scared for injuries. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying at the time when he signed his the deal before the deal he signed now. Oh, he okay. had the, him and uh, him and what's the dude name that played for the Jazz? Him and Michael Conley had the two biggest deals. Oh, that's right. Yeah, before, but that's what I'm saying. You know, his prior deal. So you know, he came off a big Ooh. deal. Plus, I don't know where his exactly where his shoe. His shoe deal is because you know, big man, they don't get the outside of probably KD. Big men don't really get the same love with the shoes that uh we don't consider KD a big man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you know, I'm just saying because he's tall. But I, I, you know, most big men don't really get love with the shoes. No, nah, he he he. I only think he. I mean, he has a Nike endorsement, but I don't think right. That he yeah, has, no he, yeah, he, he, he's not a signature for athlete for some reason. I don't know. Roger gonna say every. I know it's big, but we're talking about that's just silly. He's thinking inside the NBA. We know they all big. We're just talking about people taking not taking that extra year and you, going. You, you just you just let whoever that is get your blood pressure high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you know who Roger is. You know Rod. You know Rod. Hey, you know Rod. We know, obviously we know all the contracts big. If somebody gets one year forty million, that's big. But we're talking about the years. That was more year thing. You can get the same amount of money, it's just less years. That's yeah. all it is. Tell know what you think with the whole situation? <laughs> He's just funny. I just laugh because it's like you you almost see it coming. With Kyrie, like with Kyrie, you almost see it. With you 100%, it's, just, it's just more or less like when it's gonna happen. But um to me. And I know, like I said, I know, like James said, he's absolutely right. We all know Tony know, you know, he knows better in that situation than me. But from the outside looking in, to me, KD's best options were. I guess you could say basketball-wise, of course, money and endorsement stuff. We already, you know, Tony explained that. But back from a basketball standpoint, I think like his three options to me was go to Golden State. Um, to me, I would have liked. Now, this is me. I would have liked a potential. I don't know how much damage was done there, but I would like to keep Chris Paul, go to AK, oh, go back to OKC, and see see if you can make something happen, or even go home, go to Washington, play with Bradley Beal. You don't, you don't think the Lakers was a good option? Man, I don't want, do I want to see that? True. Like, I would love to, hey, thanks for giving me that. I would love to see him in Houston. Him and Harden. Nah, I don't like that. I don't like that combo. Yeah, but like it would be entertaining and fun to watch. You I don't, don't like him with the Clippers? Him and, Ka- him and Kawhi instead of him and uh, yeah, I like instead of him and PG? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that will be smooth. But I just, I just feel like this is – like because he already was in, in all of those places. He yeah. already had a foundation somewhat in all those places. So I think it would have been more of an easy transition because he's dealt with those organizations and, you know, Washington being his hometown. So that's just kind of how I look at it, just from the outside looking in. I think those would have been good options to, you know, been put – and they have – like I said, they have good players in all those places. Um, I don't think Chris Paul necessarily would go. Maybe they find a way to keep Chris Paul if he can come back something. So who's – no, I don't know. But you, that's just how I look at it. What, you talking, you, about mean, Oklahoma, you talking about okay. Oklahoma City? Right. Do you think if he can – if he would have had a possibility to come back, Chris Paul, he stay, he'd stay and play with KD? Well – yeah, I but I think Oklahoma City had a rebuild mind from the start. Yeah. So like you know because like they they, 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 
See, yeah. the reports came out that Paul George went and asked for a trade. Right. It was Russ. It was Russ who went and asked for the trade. Okay. So mm -hmm. they traded. They traded Russ, but they could have easily kept Paul George, got Chris Paul, and then made a, a, a pursuit for KD. And that and 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 they would have had all the cap space that they needed because they had got rid of Russ in a no, couple of it. small pieces. Mm -hmm. I just think that KD didn't come back here because he couldn't be himself. Okay. Like the person that y'all see interacting with people on social media and all that good stuff, that's the real KD. You talking about the one that's talking junk and yes, and that, burner that, accounts that's and the real KD. Like the person who like Oklahoma City put a muzzle on everybody. They didn't want your name on flyers for like parties and stuff that you were getting paid for. They didn't they didn't want any of that stuff. Wow. So Sam Preston wanted to control the narrative whenever it came to players. He wanted to do the speaking. He wanted to kind of be like San Antonio because he comes right. from that San Antonio tree. Gotcha. gotcha. So you can't do you can't do that when you got three superstars and you ain't won nothing. Like you can't be San Antonio. It worked in San Antonio. It doesn't mean it's gonna work everywhere. And you to your point, something that's why I I can see him going now. I see why I wouldn't come back. That you got to think about. You got to think about it. San Antonio at work because they, the personalities of those players. Exactly. Right. Right. But you got old souls there. But when you yeah, buy, you got a guy that did four yeah. years in college. You got another right. guy that's been playing. Two guys have been playing pro ball since they pro were ball. like 14, 15. You didn't expect, you didn't oh, yeah. expect Manu's going to be humble anyway. He's a right. second round pick. You didn't expect this out of Manu to be a Hall of Famer. So I mean, yeah, but you got you're going to muzzle them as a young young players. Yeah, yeah. But I'm then, about it there the, too. the other the other issue with them too was it was Scott Brooks too because I mean he he really wasn't that guy you know that could you know allow them to be themselves but still control them on the basketball court. Like, right. he, you know, like Russell Westbrook, I love him to death, but he's a loose cannon, like, whenever it comes. Like, he's going to do what he want to do. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 like, he, com no play. he competitive as hell, and, like, you never – like, it's kind of like – Oklahoma City was kind of like the the, uh, the Clippers right now. Like, you didn't know who the guy – well, we knew who the guy supposed to be, Right. But we didn't know who the guy was because the other person thinking was he was the guy too. Because like if you look at the Clippers now, Kawhi's supposed to be the guy. But you Paul see George, it now. Paul George think he the guy. Paul now, yeah. George getting paid like he think he the guy. Like he, and he thinks he's the guy. Oklahoma City, KD was the guy, but Russ had a chip on his shoulder and he felt like he was the guy too. And you didn't have a coach that could mend all that stuff together. Right. That's. I, I I got you, Rod, but it, it, it's because sometimes yo, it's, yo, for him for him to know all yeah, the basketball, yeah. like yes, he could be an internet, he could be in the um basketball hall of fame because the international play. But <laughs> if you're the talking base of basketball, never mind. I don't know why you did that. Like you're sounding never mind. Go ahead, man. Yeah, Rod, Rod uh tripping. I, I thought so, yeah. Rod not Kanyet right now, man. So let me uh, ask you a question. I know before the uh before the show started, man, we was having an interesting conversation, and I kind of wanted to—I kind of wanted to get back to it about Steph Curry. Now, this is this is the thing, and this is my take on it. I'm gonna give my take before y'all, before y'all, before y'all start start going going at it. <laughs> but uh, my take on it is this: I never said Steph wasn't good. What I said was, you know, we 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 hold some superstars to 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 a certain standard. You know, we hold LeBron to his standard. 
You know, we hold Durant to the, to their standard. Sometimes I feel like Steph Curry is the is the one person that's not always held to that to that same standard. He's held to a to a different standard to a certain extent because he's I don't know if it's because he's Steph, I don't know if it's because he's smaller or or, or what, but um I think that that the way Steph is playing right now is great. Earlier in the season, I don't think he was he was playing up to, to the way he should be playing. But that that's just that's just my opinion. I mean, the sixty three points is is impressive. I know he had another game that was thirty something. Is the talent around him that great? No, but when you're a superstar, you're expected to to produce regardless. What you think, Tony? My take on Steph Curry is this right here: the first few games you saw. Steph Curry, he did not look good at all. And we can blame it on talent around him, you know, all of that good stuff. I don't – I played basketball. If you put me with a shitty team, I was going to do whatever I had to do to make that team better. That That's just that's just my mindset. But for people to say that Steph is the best point guard in the league, and point guard to me is, is like – you make people around you better. And you can say that Kelly Oubre and Wiseman and them guys, whoever he has around them is not that great. But Steph didn't look good really until Draymond came back because he took a lot of pressure off him that Steph could not handle as far as being the leader of that team. Am I saying Steph ain't good? No, Steph is a hell of a basketball player, Avery. And I say that, Avery, he's a hell of a basketball player. He can shoot the hell out the basketball. But as far as being the leader of that team, he's not the leader of that team. And it showed the first few games until Draymond came back. That's when Steph came out of his shell because he needs somebody to, 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 to put people in the right places. Steph is more of a shooting guard to me. He might be the best shooting guard in the league, but he's not the best point guard in the league. And at the end of the day, he had if he's going to be that type of player, and what I compare it to, and I'm not comparing the players, I'm comparing the, the like the teams and what they had around them. If you would have took Steph Curry and put him with that Oklahoma City team last year that Chris Paul played with, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. They wouldn't have made the playoffs simply because Chris Paul is the type of guy where he leads, he delegates, he make people, he gives people confidence. Even whenever he knows that that's not, you're not good at this. You're not good at this, but I'm going to get you right where you supposed to be. And that's the problem with Steph. Steph don't put those guys in situations to make them better. He does whatever it takes to make himself better. Now, Draymond has come back and taken over, you know, delegating all that stuff. So that's the Steph Curry that you're seeing now scoring the 62 and the 37, and their team is a lot better. But if Draymond goes down again, I guarantee you, you'll see that Steph that can't carry the team. What you think, James? I'm going to let Avery answer. <laughs> go ahead. I see your face. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead, James. Nah, you go ahead, man. This is, I'm gonna let you and Tony handle this. Go ahead. <laughs> what? Well, let, let me let me real quick before Avery go in. I'm gonna give him a little two cents, but I'm gonna go. Um, 
because I heard a statement that was made earlier. I, I, I disagree, and I do feel like leaders come in in different ways. I don't feel like you have to necessarily be vocal to be a leader, because I know even on those championship teams, you would hear the the veterans and the Iguodala's and the Sean Livingston's and the and those guys talk about how Steph off the court, you know, kept them kept their heads together, you know, kept them together. He um kept them as a unit. Um, he kept them grounded. Um, and he he always preached, you know, about being humility. To me, that's being a leader. Now, that's off the court. I get it, but to me, that's be, that 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 flows on the court. So when you listen to those guys talk about him and the things they have to say about him, to me, that is a leader. He may not say much on the court and he do all that stuff, but that's why I look at a leader in different dynamics. So I do think that he's a leader. I do agree that he's not the leader as far as like on the court. I think that is Draymond Green. I think we all can agree on that. Um, Draymond just brings a different type of leadership on the court with being vocal and um, putting people in their right places. The thing we had with Tyrus was we weren't disagreeing that he looked bad. We wasn't disagreeing that he was struggling. But at the time when we had this conversation, they were only like 0-2. There's no player in the league that I think you can judge where they're going to go, what they're going to do, what's the outcome going to be after just two games. You're with a brand-new team. Um all this good stuff. They they were just like, oh, they only had played two games. So in our minds, it's like, how can you go this hard on this man and they only played two games? Like, give them some time. Like, if they play about a month, they play about a month or so, all right, man, you got it. But give it time to see what happened, and, and after that, then we can say, okay. But it was like, it was too early for us to say. Yeah, but you okay, judge Uber and Wiggins, though. Say what? You yeah. judge Uber and Wiggins. Oh wow! Why you responding to this dude? No, because if because it's too early to judge Cody made statements about putting people in their right places and all that stuff, and I get it. But when I watch these games and I see Steph dribble penetrate, dribble penetrate, and he's giving these guys wide open shots, and they can't hit nothing, they're going over eight in the game for three. He's giving you wide open shots. They do another thing. Uh, uh, Wiggins, Wiggins now. Wiggins is playing better, and like I, I said, I, I, I'm with Tony. I give that to Draymond as well because he's put Wiggins in a better in a better space on the court. But I watch these games because I, I like Steph. He's not my favorite player or nothing, but I like watching them play. There were plenty of games where he's he is coming off picks. He don't have the shot. He's dishing. They're wide. I mean, when I say wide open, missing layups, missing layups, missing wide open threes. We looked at it three games. I think uh, Ubre was like 0 for 17 from three. These are wide open shots that you need to make. So hey, I Charles, can ask you a question. Better, but you can't you can't fault him for getting somebody open a wide open shot all these games and they can't hit nothing. Hey Charles, Not can nothing. I ask you a question? Can I ask mm -hmm. you one question? You 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 made a comment saying that Steph was coming off screens and he was hitting Ubre and he's like 0 for 17 for three and all that good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I, I heard that correctly, right? Mm-hmm. So my question is, and whenever I say you got to make people better and put them in the right situation, is Ubre known for his three point shooting? Then why is he even out there? No, 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 no. That's not my question, Avery. That's not my question. My question is, is he known for three point shooting? No, he's not. Well, I so, will. But no, so no, no. I'm going to with it, Charles. <laughs> the reason why I asked that question is because. Whenever I say set people up and get them in their sweet spots in their comfort zones, that's not him. So you get like why like okay, I'm gonna use this for an example. Jason mm -hmm. Kidd used to give Dirk Nowitzki the ball where 
low probably low block and that, that right there right the low block the and right there the high the kick, high, right. Yeah, right, right. and guess what he made sure every time that's where he got the ball to okay and 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 I'm just using that for an example mm-hmm. Kelly so, Oubre is a slasher Right. And it, it, it could go not just on Steph, it could go to Steve Kerr. That's all I say. Is it because, and, and, and so this is what I say. Steve <laughs> Kerr has a lot to do with it also because he's coaching this team like they got KD, Steph, Draymond, right. and Clay. Right, he's yeah. still coaching that team like that. Right. But with Steph being the quote-unquote best point guard in the league, then you got to start delegating some things and putting people – and spots that you know that they can score. Now, if they go and missing layups and dunks and stuff, I get it. But why get a ball to a a, a, a person to shoot a three when he's not a three point shooter? Now, if he passing to me, that's totally different. If he passing to you, what you gonna do with it? If he passing to me, that's totally different. <laughs> okay. He illegally and assists, plain and simple. But, but Tony, but Tony, this is my thing, and I okay. get you absolutely right. But but this is what I want to say. It wasn't consistent. It wasn't like he was high volume. And Phoenix Ubre hit these same shots, bro. I, I like a wide open three in Phoenix. He was hitting that. So I mean, it's like you, 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 you dog on if you don't. You dog on if you do. Okay, now so let me ask this, Charles. Let me ask this, Charles. Okay, me, me and you cousins, and we played together. Mm-hmm. And I've seen you miss shots. Right. Right. And right. whenever I say something about leading, haven't I come to you, James? You the same way. Keep shooting, bro. It's right. going to fall. Like, you got to learn how to uplift your teammates. That's what Draymond does. So, you don't like, Curry does none of that? About those guys saying that Steph did stuff off the court and all that stuff. Stop believing all that shit. They say the right things on camera <laughs> just because they're teammates. As soon as they're not teammates, then they change that story. So, stop listening to all that. <laughs> so, stop, <laughs> so stop, stop, stop doing that. Just stop it. Tony, hell for that one. At, at the end of the day, man, what I'm saying is you have to uplift your players. Look what Chris Paul d- has done on every team that he's been a part of. Thanks. And that's all that's all team. I'm saying about Steph. They yes, he doesn't have he doesn't have all the help around him. Chris Paul didn't have all the help last year, but you know what Chris Paul said? I'm gonna stay here in Oklahoma City. And I heard this come out of his mouth. I'm gonna stay here in Oklahoma City and I'm going to Take the team that I have now that they say they rebuilding, and we gonna do something special. And these jokers before the pandemic, they were fighting for third and fourth place in the West with nothing, with nothing. You could say that he has Stephen Adams, shit, big man come a dime a dozen now because big men don't exist in the NBA. Only thing you got to do is catch and lay the ball up half of the time. You don't have to have no post moves, none of that stuff. And then who was the next person? Remind Dennis Schroeder coming off the bench. Dennis Schroeder coming off the bench. Do you know who's been a Alexander played well? Yeah, but you know, but you know how he got to playing well. Chris Paul. Chris Paul schooled them boys all year. Everybody wanted Dennis Schroeder to be gone last year because nobody liked playing with him until Chris Paul got there and like schooled him and showed him, put you know, just you know, did all the right things that. A point guard and a leader supposed to do until I'm not, but Steph is playing better now. Like I'm not gonna hang two games on him, but at the same time, whenever I watch those two games, you don't go out getting beat by 35 and 40 points. That's that's just me. 
But Tony, it was a lot of like we were talking about this. It was a lot of teams for whatever reason. The first two weeks of the season was weird. Yeah, you had you're everybody. Right. You had you're teams, right. You're right. You had everybody getting blown out. Like, it was yeah. crazy. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, you're right. I have to agree with you. And Avery, you sitting there biting your tongue. Guess what? I and got nothing. Go you can say whatever you want to say. And guess what? I'll go. I'll go back and forth with you. You should know that by now. Hey, look, I'm gonna go ahead. Hey, look, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open the flow up for y'all. Avery, go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> because since he don't want to talk, Avery makes it look like I'm saying Steph Curry is a bad basketball player. I, I'm, no. just listening, I'm listening to everything you say. I'm, I'm not saying that Steph I, is a bad I, basketball player. Here's my issue. You just said a second ago Steph Curry says one thing in the media. In the behind no, the I didn't say Steph said that. I said players okay, say fine, that. Fine. You want to take Steph? I fine. You want to right, fine. players say that. So you don't think Chris Ball said the same thing? You think Chris Ball wanted to go to OKC? Say the same thing no. about what? Uh, uh, he says. I said I heard that come. I heard that come out of his mouth. He not said to he, media, wanted, to he, me. he he wanted to stay there because that big contract. He wanted no fool. He wanted to be there for that big contract. Period. That, he's gonna get that money regardless. Avery. But that's right. so of course, regardless. of course, he's gonna say that. Like, don't act like that's what he wanted to be. Avery, that contract was already signed. Brother. I did that, man. But that doesn't make like, oh yeah, you're happy. Yeah, you're gonna say those in front of the media. You no, know, he, he could have easily wanted to go to a contender. He could have easily wanted to go to a contender. He was no one in control. Nobody was playing that contract. You know that game was too old. You know this. So don't even play that game. It was people interested. Who? For that it, big contract? For, it's not was not going to work at that time because it's age. You and I know that. So don't you can't say that. You We both know that. You know nobody was taking that big contract because of his age. It's the same equivalent to Russell Westbrook. So can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Go ahead, man. Oklahoma City took the contract, right? Because they thought well, they wait, did. Wait, 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 Houston wait. took the contract. Now, now Phoenix just took the rest of the contract, right? I mean, yeah, that's it. Right. Go ahead. Okay, so you said nobody wanted the contract. That's two teams that took the contract. I didn't say you said contender. This is what you said. You said contender. Not many teams really wanted the contract. Yes, teams want the contract. You want to put it in your, your context, but not many teams are contender. Somebody can use Chris Paul, like the Clippers. They can use Chris Paul. That's a contender. Phoenix is not a contender. Now, yeah, the, Clippers, the Clippers, was, was you know, they made some calls. No, I'm with you, though, but, that, but that's see, what I'm saying. See, see, but this, is what, this is what you don't know, Avery. I don't the have to know, why, but I'm the, the reason why Chris Paul, The reason why Chris Paul didn't go anywhere is because of Sam Presti. Sam Presti put a bounty out. That's what he did. If you were going to take Chris Paul, he wanted first round, second round, uh, a first round for 2025, a first round for 2026, I, I a first round for 35. I, that's that's also, what he wanted. And I also heard this. Chris Paul also said this in the media. He said, I'm not going to be mad because my last two contracts is 40 million and 44 million. Why am I going to be upset? I don't care where I play. I can play in two buck uh, uh Russia and I'll take the 40. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yo, you're basically uh, uh he's on the team because he like he won't know he's forced there. I get your contract point. I, I I do understand the contract point. But don't make it like he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know. He's Chris Paul. He's a great point guard. To me, he is the best point guard in the league. That's a fact. A pure point guard. But don't make it like he didn't say something behind the scenes. Like he was just, 
uh, hunky dory. Yeah, I'm happy to be in OKC. I still can't fight no, for a title. I, I never, I never said that he was. Happy to be in OKC. Well, well I, you made it like he was like, yeah, man. I'm just gonna, you know. No, no. See, see, that's the way you took it. Well, that's because how you, you tried to make yourself a good point. That's what it is. It's the facts. It's not. No, that's not a fact. That's not a fact. That doesn't come out of my mouth, Avery. No, I'm talking about what Chris Paul said. These are facts. I'm not making yours. I'm just taking off what you say, and I may ad lib a little bit. I may add living on it. I'm just you. You got me. See, I got you where you always get me. See, See I this guy you. right here yeah. never changes. For and like, you, 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 you need to stop that crap, man. You really do. No, for Steph Curry, no, you need to stop this blasphemy <laughs> stuff you did about Steph Curry. So, like, so I agree. hold on, hold on. So, I agree. So you saying I can't, I can't criticize Steph Curry. I've never said that. Just like you told so that's me. All, that's all. That's all. Me and Tyrus saying we no, criticize him. You, you, you. Exactly. You know, Tyrus is a totally different scenario. No, we criticize Steph Curry. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Tell no, me, you're, di- you're, di- you're different. You're different. Yeah, I was different before. It was, it was, it was, it was like, legitimate. Right, right. Two games in the season, you can't judge somebody and say, oh, y'all really was judging Oubre and Wiggins. Oh, no, no, we yeah. said, okay, hold on, Ty. Yeah, I was judging Oubre and Wiggins. No, it wasn't you, James, right? <laughs> yeah. Watch this. It wasn't Oh y'all, oh y'all ready? And I was defending them. I was like, "Yo, they give him a chance." Eighteen, nineteen. was trash. Yeah, you always said he was trash. Oh, he's been trash. Yeah, yes, he's one thing he's not trash to you is food. So you cut me off. Y'all don't like my issue with Ty was this. You're really not an issue. Your opinion, that's your opinion. Ty came two weeks and it's a we're gonna criticize him. I said it's two games, and I already said before we even got there, he was hot garbage. He proven my point. Wiggins kept only got dunks. He didn't score no jumpers, no layup dunks. Well, put him in position to get dunks. He shouldn't go out to the three-point line. Put himself in the position. He in the NBA. Well, well, Avery, to your point, you, you know, you're making – I mean, we. I think we all kind of right in a sense. But I think, like, I'm not putting all the blame on Steph Curry. A lot of it has to do with Steve Kerr. It has a lot to do with Steve Kerr. And it has a lot of, it has a lot of he, he, as well. But no, see, but this is my thing right here, Avery. If if Steve Kerr would put those guys, just like I said, Steph, mm-hmm. and quit coaching them like they they three point, that, that's what they lived off of. Okay, now let me yeah. stop. You. Let me stop you right here. Does Uber like to shoot the basketball? That's you, you got to think. You got to think. Uber. Am I going to answer my question? You got to think. Uber wasn't even on the team until Steph, until Clay got hurt. One more time. So, Does Uber like to jack the thing? Do you real? Oh yeah, he jacked. Do you, do you yeah, like Avery, the Jack? Do you Avery, like the Jack Avery, the thing? That that's the that's the league now. You got Joker and what I'm asking. And I and I completely agree. That's not what I'm asking. Does Ube like the Jack the thing? That's a yes or a no. Okay, yes. The, no, the I'm talking to you. The, the game, game is the ball all the time. Right, right. But Ube don't need to be jacked like that. He's not a high percentage score. And that's, what, that's what and that's what Tony's saying. They need to put him in the right position. Steve Ooh, they need to put himself in the right position. Stop floating into three-point line. That's not his game. Well, if the coach tell him don't float there, then. Okay, Man, on Ube, the you ever seen Ube? It is what it is. Have you been paging Ube? Ube do his yeah. thing. He do his own thing. Well, he crazy. Hey, I know that. Hey, he crazy. That's why I like him. He's crazy. Hey, James, y'all, 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 taking away, y'all taking away from the argument. Y'all just took the three-point part of the three-point part. Flipped it over. What we said was we was he was 0 for 6, 0 for 7 for three-point line, but for the entire game, he might go three for 17. Like, he was missing layups. He, was missing, miss, he was missing dunks. Elbow he was missing dunks. little footers at the rim. It wasn't just the three-point line we're talking about. That's just the part that kind of was taken. 
Like he wasn't playing. He he's still not. Wiggins kind of found you know found his he was, niche. He, has, he, has, he hasn't been playing not, good like he was last not, year. I know. I've been watching him. He ain't playing like he was averaging nineteen yeah. points a game last year. Right. Yeah, I know. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Hey, Charles, Charles, I I get all y'all points. I get all y'all points. But let me ask this right here. The same way that and I and and I'm not putting Ubre and Wiggins on the same level as Steph Curry. I'm not putting neither one of them on the same level as Steph Curry. But if we criticize them for not playing well those first two games, mm. you can criticize Steph Curry for not playing good those first two games too. And I no, hold on, Tony. One, let me get back to that stupid Ben com- Bender's comment. He says everybody shoots the three. They don't need to shoot it. They can't shoot it. Well, I agree I, with you on that. I, I agree. You can't yeah. shoot it. I do. Shut up, Ty. You do. I see you. I see you make a lot of threes. I never seen you make one. I don't. You a lying hell. I was cooking your big ass anyway. Bro, I was cooking. I was in a three point shoot. I never seen you shoot no three. Man, I shot threes now. You never hit the make He hit the occasional. He hit the occasional three here. Y'all, y'all are three point shooters. But Ty make it Ty just trying to get Hey, hey but Tony, Tony, he shoot, he shoot worse than Shaq from the free throw line though. Hey, the teammates, the teammates told me that. Go for every finish. When, like the argument saying, well, we can't, we can't bash. We never, we never brought up Wiggins and Oubre. He going in on Steph Curry. So then, us in response said. Well, bro, look at how Wiggins and Oubre playing. We never, we never initiated anything about Wiggins and Oubre ever until you brought it. Was just a resp- it was just a response to him bashing Curry. We was like, well, he Curry playing bad, but bro, look, look at what these guys are doing as well. That's how the conversation started. So not like we just automatically went in on them guys off jump. That ain't how it happened, right? So, yeah. man, that, that's your opinion on that part. I disagree, but I understand your opinion. Ty did it two games, and then when you get on Ty, he does it every time. You get on Ty, no man, you don't. You ask him a point blank question. And who has Uber been like this all time? Is it yes or no? I don't want the excuse. He hey Tony, look. Hey Tony, this what this what he did. So the first two games he played bad, right? Terrible. So that third it game was one of the first two games. That third game is went right before Draymond came back. That third game is when he got the triple double. So me being petty. I went in the chat. I said, "Bro, can he get a little bit of love now?" This fool gonna say, "Man, it's the Bulls." So what? The the Bulls. So what? what? You just he didn't put. Man, listen, bro. You can't do that, Tyrus. You can't do that, man. Hey, so I, he plays well, and now hey, oh, look we playing. Come on. All I'm gonna say is I, I criticized him for for not playing well to start the season off. Right, right. And right. and my thing was I just wanted him to make guys around him better because. Right. In order for for me to say that you're one of the best, mm-hmm. then you, you got you like got you got to play like the best, right. and that was my thing with him. Now he's playing like the best, but it has a lot to do with Draymond being back. I want to see him do the same thing with those guys without Draymond, and then I guarantee you they would be so much better now. Like if they would, and and granted, now Ubre didn't get there to Clay Thompson, you know. Uh, got hurt, you know, all that good stuff. So, you know, a lot of that stuff plays factors in, in, in everything. But I just want to see more out of Steph, you know, be a leader versus just being a scorer. And I get what you're saying about, you know, you can lead in other different ways. Yeah, we can lead off the court and all that good stuff. But ultimately, our, our job is on the basketball court. So I it, like 
the problem with Steph is Steph is the best per- player on that team right now. And a lot of people feel like the best player is the leader. He really not the leader. And that's what people don't understand. You know, that's you, I agree with that. Yeah, you can be the best player, but not be the leader of the team, you know? And then you got some you got some players that are the best player and they the leader. You know, is 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 that so your, your your explanation is more is better. His explanation was the worst. See what I'm saying? Like it was like, terrible. Tony, my, my question is that now me and Avery's argument was, and you as a basketball mind, how do you solve this problem? Our thing was without no Draymond Green, because we know what Draymond Green does. When you're Steph Curry and you have to shoot, you have to handle, you have to do all that stuff, and legitimately teams know better because they like, okay, you really don't have nothing at your disposal the way we think you you, you have, and you're crossing half court and like you're you're facing triple, double, triple teams like literally every possession. And if you know one of one of Curry's greatest strengths is playing off the ball, like he's a, he's a great mover without the basketball, but you don't have nobody else to get you like once you get a ball up and you're moving. You don't have nobody with the with the mentality to get you the ball in your sweet spots when you're coming off all this. Like, how do you solve that problem? Because that, yeah. that's the problem. The way you solve that problem is Charles. That that's not on the players, in my personal opinion. That's on Steve Kerr. That that's on Steve Kerr. Just like I said, Kerr, uh, uh, um, that you know, Steph has to get guys in their comfort zones and stuff like that. Steve Kerr has to see that because yeah, those guys are not like assist guys and stuff like that. But if you set your offense up and, you know, with the mo- – like if they ran that motion offense they ran when they had Barbosa and all those guys before KD got there, then that will be more feasible for them right now. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, right. yeah, that makes sense. All right, man. So we're going to go ahead and uh and wrap it up, man. You know, it's been a it's, it's, it's been a great night. Tony, we appreciate you for coming on, man. I know you have your, uh, your own show that you do. Make sure you go ahead and tell the people about – about your show, you got the last 30 seconds to, to say whatever's on your mind. If you want to kick oh, everybody, I, I, I get them up out of here if you want. Tell them about your business too. I man. get the last 30 over Avery. Yeah, I take it, man. But yeah, I appreciate you guys having me here, man. You know, I uh I got a little podcast called This Brother Talks. Um, I come on every uh Monday at uh 7:30 Central Standard Time, and you know, I just talk about things um by myself. You know, topics is my is my personal opinion is not the truth. It's just how I feel at that particular time. So y'all come check me out. And um, I appreciate you guys having me again, man. And then the other thing, too, is anybody want to have a shooting contest? I'm with it. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. Oh, boy. You, you said you ran your lips enough tonight. Avery, Avery, nah, Avery. I appreciate you. Avery. All, all I'm going to say to you, Avery, is if you want to have a shooting contest, we can go $50 a ball. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. $50, but it's no problem. Anyway. Um, <laughs> the, the only thing he might beat you in is a pizza I mean, burger. Yeah, 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 yeah. see, see what I'm saying? See, Ty, he good at this. He likes to deflect a lot. You ask him a one-leg question, he goes, and I'll cook you, Benders. Hey, Shoot listen, listen. Hey, listen. Anyway. This guy, wait a minute, Avery. This guy who just responded to this right here, y'all should ban him from watching y'all <laughs> show, man. Y'all really should ban him from watching y'all show. Hey, we should ban him. We should ban yes. him, Tony. yes. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> look, look, before you go talk, we've been asking Ben's coming to the show. He like running his lips, but he don't show up to run them. That's all he He's, like to do, man. He like to run off the mouth. Run off the mouth, be in the background over Big Buffalo <laughs> tie over here. He just run his lips. Boy. That's his boy. Hey, Avery. Hey, you see it. Hey, Avery. That's his boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, nah, we're, we're done. You're about to leave. Good I night. <laughs> okay, all right. Good night, man. All right, he gone. All right, man. <laughs> all right, man. Appreciate you, my man. All right, appreciate y'all. Y'all, 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 have, right. hey, y'all have a good night, man. Everybody, we appreciate y'all watching the show week in and week out. Y'all some, y'all some favorite people. Like I said, if y'all need any apparel, man, we got the toboggans. I got some different black types of toboggans coming here. We got the, oh, he, oh okay, you got the black hat on tonight. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we we got a lot of different stuff. We got some got some shirts and stuff coming too, man. Make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our YouTube page. Say what? Say it again. And tell them we're gonna try to tell them we're gonna try to push more over to the YouTube. Yeah, pretty soon we pretty soon we'll be sharing it to Facebook, but we're gonna try and uh and do it predominantly on YouTube. So that's why I say subscribe to it and uh you know just show us some support, man. Like, comment, you know, look out for us. All right, man. Y'all have a great week. All right, y'all too. All right, man.